kick one, two, one, two, bitch. No. is up you bitch ass niggas what up it's episode 209 208 208 because <laughs> we're coming from the 408 <laughs> this is episode 208 of the logical sense podcast this is your boy busby give me a hell yeah and over here it's your boy jc no but for now y'all know me as jc 600 aka champion jc aka champion six jc six right <laughs> And Martin. Man, that was a whole lot of AKAs, bro. Had to run them off, man. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Shit. You get the thing. What's happening, though? What's good? Well, shit. Before we got on the air, I was going to say, yeah, I spent the whole weekend watching Dave Chappelle shit. And uh, <laughs> I feel disgusted with myself. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> shit. Some of my weekend was cool. Kind of got... Sick, non-COVID sick. I gotta be specific about that. Had a headache and a little cough, but it wasn't that. It wasn't bad. It wasn't COVID related. I, I checked the symptoms. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I got my medicine, and my throat cleared up a bit. My headache is kind of still there, but not like that. My chest. I wasn't breathing hard. No one was sitting on my chest. You know, the Rona wasn't chilling on my chest and shit. But you know, I just take it as out here. In, in California, the weather is just bipolar, so it was like, hello, hello, fucking hot, and then it got hella fucking cold, and then hella hot and hella cold, and then when I come back from work, my mom has the fucking heater all the way up to fucking ninety. <laughs> well, it's not really at ninety, but it feels but like still, it's at yeah. fucking ninety. I know I'm, what you mean. And I'm telling her like, bruh, nah, I don't say bruh. <laughs> <laughs> bruh to your mom? No, I'm like mom, like it's hot. I'm like, hey, it's kind of the house. I'm like, put on a jacket. Just put a, wow! Put a hoodie up. Like, don't say that shit to your mom's though. I told her to put a hoodie on. Yes, I told her that God before. Damn. Because be, I'll be sweating. Like, dude. And then it got me sick. I'm like, shit, man. You always give me the Rona. I'm good. I'm not Rona. <laughs> I am not Rona. But um, yeah. How the fuck y'all doing? I got a flat tire on Friday, Ain't and then everything went up from there. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I mean, it started off with oh shit, and then everything went up. Okay, all right. Well, never mind. We were like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, sure. it, um, I, after we asked Martino his weekend, went it'll actually lead into a topic. Um, yeah, it, there was a nail in the tire in the middle of uh, work, and I was like, uh, all right, well, let me call back at headquarters. Let me know. Uh, I, I got to call AAA, and I was like. Uh, it's three o'clock. NBA free agency has officially started. Let me just turn <laughs> NBA radio up right now. And my ass sat there waiting on AAA for an hour. And then we got big news. Big news. Okay, big news. Big news. The Lakers are reloading. <laughs> but Martin, how was how was your weekend? Man, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Yeah, there was a whole lot of big news going on, man. You know what I mean? But the best biggest news that I had all week was because my brother, I didn't want to mention it last week while my brother uh, was exposed to someone who had COVID. Oh, shit? Yeah. 
He took two tests. He good? Yeah, he's negative. So, you know, that was the biggest news, the best news <laughs> that I heard all weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Other than that, man, I just be chilling. I just be working. You know how I do, bro. Yep. Writing, writing, and writing. I got fucking a few hooks done. I'm like, shit, I think it's are time a, to start recording. Are you were like a note, well, are you like an actual writer in your note notebook rapper, or you write on your iPhone? I do both. Okay. I do both. The notepad is more like just for like putting shit out, like ideas, not even really like structure, nothing. Scribble, scrabble. Yeah, that type shit. Well, I get it. On my Eminem shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Just like shit up. There's words out everywhere. Yeah. It don't even make sense to the average person. Yeah. <laughs> but I uh, feel it. when I'm actually about to record, I put it in the phone. It's just easier. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Martin scene. I'm the walker. <laughs> I walk around the room and yeah. then literally come up muttering, with muttering to yourself and shit yep. I do that uh, shit too shit. I do yep. that shit too when I'm about to write some shit I just walk around and just mutter how I'm gonna write like write an article the ideas or how I'm gonna like pronounce shit that shit works yeah once you get two or four bars done well at least for me mm-hmm. once I was able to get two or four bars that I felt not even if they were going in order but just I had to work around mm, yep. then I was able to be like okay now I can work around this yeah. verse like you got your little basis down yeah shit, yeah yo. exactly I just don't I, I found I had more writer's block when I would just sit yeah so I was like no nah, I gotta move <laughs> you're like I gotta be moving yeah blood, like, blood's I mean, gotta be flowing you know how I do right I gotta roll up dog. yeah <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's the only way this shit comes out yeah <laughs> makes sense anyway free agency we all wanna start there run it back you bozos Okay, I'm right. And I've been waiting, baby. That's y'all. Like, what the fuck, man? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Lakers. Motherfuckers. I didn't guarantee Lakers 21. <coughs> All you said was 2020. Right. Yeah. But. <laughs> 2020's not done with yet. Nah, you got, you got like, what, one more month left? You ain't lying, bro. <laughs> so, when I said Lakers 2020... Motherfuckers are gonna have to fill it to the end of the year. Twenty twenty two to the infinity. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said last week, we started off good. We actually started off the off season with the first move, which was trading for Dennis Schroeder. Yup. And then Rob Polinka just said, "Nah, I still feel disrespected." <laughs> Seventh on the executive of the year list? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Took that shit personally. Yeah. <laughs> so as I'm sitting with a flat fucking tire. <laughs> In the span of an hour, Wesley Matthews, Montrez Harrell, and I'm like, all right, cool, 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 like, for sure. More! <laughs> and then later on, as soon as I get back home, KCP is locked up. More! In a good way. I was going to say, wait, not <laughs> yeah. locked up. Don't, 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 you got to use the right terminology. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Play on words for him. He's locked in. Yeah. He's locked in and locked up. <laughs> so he's back. More. And then, what happened on, there was something that took place on Saturday. Somebody's contract was involved with Saturday. Was it uh, Rondo? Rondo had uh, decided he wasn't coming back. So it was like, okay, you know, we yeah. already known that. Right, Appreciate right. it, Rondo. So then Saturday was chilling. Sunday was football, so then I took a nap during the afternoon games. And I, when I woke up. And you heard Kylo Ren go, More! Nah. <laughs> nah. I heard um I have uh Flex's bomb for Woj bombs. Oh my uh, god. I heard the push and I was like, alright, what's this? The motherfucker said, We traded JaVale McGee. <laughs> said, oh that shit, yeah. And I was like, 
Oh, Mark Gasol in the hand, and, and, and he's on his way. Five minutes later, boom, Lakers have signed Mark Gasol. And that's the one that got me out of bed and was like, We're here, you bitch-ass niggas. We back. Run it back, bozos. <laughs> but you never left. <laughs> well, you know, to some, we did. Uh-huh. But we back. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we back right where we need to be, right where we supposed to and be. And we did leave. But half the team's gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that was the that was the funny thing about it was I uh, text both you guys I was like oh Dwight Howard's coming back and then Shams like three minutes later was like oh it was false alert and I was like Shams is on time and then he knows that you yeah. you were thumbs up and then it was thumbs down and then it was thumbs yeah. down <laughs> I wish I had more hands four <laughs> thumbs down yeah. he went to Twitter and was like yo Lake Lake Show we ran the back it's, it wouldn't be any other way and then next thing I know. Dwight Howard's with the Sixers, and I was like, oh, what happened there? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And then the Montrez Herald news came out, and I was like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah, thanks, Dwight. I appreciate it, but... Bye. You can come get your ring when you come visit. Because <laughs> Montrez Harrell... Oh, that... Man. Woo! Man. That dude is a beast, bro. That was a double-edged... That, that's a double-edged sword for the Hell, Clippers. Yep. They said that they lose them, but then mm. they lose us. Yes, <laughs> and they they were shocked when it happened. And I was reading reports saying they were legit shocked that it happened that he really took that deal with the enemy. I mean, I won't say the, the enemy. enemy. <laughs> it's like he went home. That's what happened. He went to a real team. I mean, was people surprised though? <laughs> I mean, I mean, the one that I mean, has banners or the ones that has posters. Oh man, bump bump that. Was people surprised though, considering that he's clutch? He's clutch. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like Rich Paul was yeah, working. Like, yo, Rich Paul, I swear to God, bro. Like, don't get me wrong, I love what Rob Palenka's doing. Happy we got Braun on the court, AD. But I mean, our best signing was Rich Paul. Yeah. He came in the deal with LeBron. Yeah. Like, dude, that shit just made it, it. Looks like it's making it so much easier. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Like, and Rich Paul on, played with Braun in high school, right? No. No. Okay. No, he met Rich Paul because Rich Paul was selling jerseys. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. That's how their bond uh, started. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I am thoroughly impressed. I am pleased. I am full of joy. I'm full of petty. Mm. I'm there, like, you know. Start to see Again, I, I didn't, I'm, I'm not even at a point where I'm like, Lakers, you know, 2021. I'm just going to say, run it back, bozos. Like, go with the flow. That's all I'm saying. Just run it back. And we'll, we'll see what, what takes place from there. I'm just... I'm, when I turn Lakers games on this year, I ain't tripping. You already got, yeah. your, you already got your moment. You said 2020. You won. You won. Yeah, but we, we need more. More! Yes. <laughs> Cute Kylo Ren. Yeah. More! The reason why I am such... A diehard Lakers fan is we just don't do one moment. Oh, I know you want multiple. We we do multiple mm. moments in consecutive years. See, that was my Niners once upon a time when I was you know young. It was, was multiple. Say, man, that was that was a very long time ago. I know. Yeah. Now I'm a grown ass man and I want that feeling. I'll get it. <laughs> I will get that moment one day. Oh, it will happen. One anyway, day. I sure hope so. Oh, it will. I hope so. <laughs> like I'm dead serious, bro. I'm a Niner fan. Like I know, the fuck? I know. <laughs> like I know. <laughs> yeah, so that's I'm one. Like, that's... I never said that, but <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Bill. So, yeah, so that's second place. I just really enjoy the idea of the multiple lineups that we can put in. Yes. Y'all got a bench now. We had a, a we had a bench before. Yeah, we had a bench before. Now, now we got like a cool fucking roster, dude. Yeah. Like, like depth. Yeah. Yeah. Like a motherfucker too. Like you know, people know how I felt about Kuz. Now after the all these signings, I'm like, all right, Kuz, you can stay. It's cool. Because we now have the luxury of if Kuz has a bad night, chances are it's not gonna matter. Yeah, it's not gonna make a big impact like that. And if he has a 25 point night. Chances are we were up by like thirty. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's, it's just one. Yeah, he's like that. Yeah, he's a luxury. He's a luxury. Uh, but yeah, I also enjoy the idea of LeBron and AD actually being able to rest at the same time. Yes, like not not one of them being on the court all forty eight minutes because that was something we couldn't do. One of them had to be on the court the entire time. Yeah, while they were one of them was playing. Every single light. Because if, one, if both of them no went out, if both like of them that. went out, there was then, no offense. Yeah, yeah, there y'all would collapse. It, it struggled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it like was a little bronze. Yeah. Now y'all actually got a squad. And so you know, to yes. to put it in perspective for some people, with Montrez Harrell, we just got the sixth man of the year, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then with Dennis Schroeder, we got the runner up to sixth man of the year. Both of them are in the tub. That's wild. I don't know how he pulled. That. I don't know how Rob pulled that off, but he pulled it the fuck off. Because Man. Rob said, "I used to run with a different animal and the same beast. What the fuck do you think that make me?" Shit. I'm saying he took that shit personal, and I'm yeah. blaming. He knew what he was. Yeah. I think he had this all planned out even during the finals. Like, oh, I know what I'm about to do. Oh, he had one of the greatest explanations when they interviewed about this. Well, mm. with him, mm. he said, "Well, with Kobe." What he would do was he would enter each offseason knowing that the other team was going to work very hard in taking away his strength. Mm-hmm. So when he went to an offseason, he worked that much harder adding two to three different forms to his game. Mm. So that way, when it threw the team off, he was able to get back to his regular strengths. He said, that's how I approached the offseason. I had a plan A, plan B, plan C. So anytime that somebody did something, I was ready for the counter. Yeah. I love that. That's how everyone like, should be playing. I love that shit. I thought everyone should be playing. That's how that you you definitely, you're, 100, you're 100% correct. That's how they should be playing it. But no one does play. But no putting it in practice is, is uh, yeah. you know, yeah. it's easier said than done. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because when you're in the moment, you're in the moment. You don't yeah. think ahead exactly. like that. Yeah. Which, you know, that's life. Some people, man. Right. Yeah. They I'm just ready. got it. I <laughs> am ready. I'm also ready. We need to have a real conversation about Danny Ainge. Somebody did this. Danny Ainge, the general manager, president of basketball operations for the Boston Celtics. What did he do? Uh-oh. We need to have a conversation about him, Martin. Uh-oh. Wait, why? Because he he's he looking funny in the light. Like, he's not... You remember when, Re- when Westbrook said that Pat Beverly got everybody fooled? Mm. Danny Ainge is treading that. Ah, shit. So he had Gordon Hayward ready to do a sign and trade for, for Indy. Mm-hmm. And he was going to get back Miles Turner. Miles Turner is one of those nice, nice young big men. Right. And well, they had Doug McDermott. So, you know, it's kind of like, all right, we got to go take it. According to reports, Danny Ainge was playing hardball and said, no, no, no. I want Miles Turner and TJ Warren or I want Victor Oladipo. And then he was like, yeah, you can kiss my ass with that shit. Fuck off. They nixed the deal. Gordon Hayward ended up with Charlotte. Yeah. Wow. For $120 million. Yeah, I've seen that shit. 30 a year. He got a lot of ticket Listen, money. Bro, That's I'm, a lot of ticket contracts. I'm going to tell you like this, though, okay? Hey. And 
I mean, I forgot who said this. Who, who said this quote? But this quote is like by far the the best explanation for Charlotte or Michael Jordan in particular. He is Michael Jordan is the Michael Jordan of bad NBA owners. Yes, bro, yeah. one hundred and twenty mil for Gordon Hayward. Why do you yes. pay him that much? Exactly. That's what I'm saying, dog. Like he can play basketball, but you can't play baseball, and you can't be a general manager or owner that makes decisions. I mean, and think about this. He or an actor. He wouldn't sign Kemba Walker for less. Nah, bro. <laughs> I just, think for less than thirty mil. And he's God, a general, damn. And he's a general manager. Too? No, he's the owner. He's, he's the, the owner. owner and a general. No, no, no. Mitch Kupchik is yeah. the general manager or the president. See, I forget how it works now with general manager, but president of basketball operations. I don't because some guys are holding yeah. the same titles like Rob. Right. Rob right. holds the same title. I think Daryl Morey holds the same title with Philly now. So. Whoever's running that fucking department. <laughs> like, whoever's making the calls, yeah. whoever's fucking, like, yeah. making the trades and all that bullshit. Right. Like, yeah. Isn't he injured These prone contracts? Too? Yeah, fuck all that, isn't, man. Isn't, isn't he going to air, like, injured prone, too? He's the one that... I remember how he broke his shit. He's one, yeah, yeah. he's the one busting shit. Busting his shit. He paid him all that money? Mm. Yeah. Tragic, yeah. Jordan. Oh, we gonna, I mean, we'll go. We gonna see. You so know what I'm saying? Just, Gordon Hayward ain't no slabs. I don't even know slabs yeah. when he's injured, you know what bro. Look, no, I wouldn't but, necessarily call him injury I, prone. I said, Ish. I'm just so. I just don't get it, man. Like, first of all, I want to give a round of applause to Gordon Hayward. I mean, hey, you got, you got a lot of money. Oh yeah, I'm gonna no, give a round of applause to Gordon Hayward to and his agent because Gordon Hayward opted out of 34 million for this year alone, mm. and I was like, okay, he must got something to to op. Out of that much, yeah, and he flipped thirty-four million into one hundred twenty million and some Jordans, and I was like, bruh, <laughs> like, bruh, yeah. I mean, get it your out, agent get deserves it. the medal of freedom. How you go, Jordan? Uh, give me one hundred twenty million. Deal. Yeah, okay. Word. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And it is what the fuck up, fuck up, fuck up. Don't say nothing. Don't say shit. Don't say shit. Your mask on. Watch on. Man, man, we really need to have a conversation about Danny Ainge because he, you take away the his origins with the big three of KG, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. What's on his resume? Because it ain't brain typing. Yeah, because not much. He just got lucky. Brain, brain typing. I mean, uh, I mean, come on. He dog. just got it was the right place at the right time. The universe is aligned, right? Yeah, no, that. but at the same time too, it was the, he was also picking up a lot of draft picks. Which were supposed to be used for mm-hmm. deals like Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't trade away Jason Tatum, which is fine. If you're not going to have AD extend. But that is more of a story based on him because of what happened with Isaiah Thomas. And them not taking care of him while he showed up hurt. Uh, played while his yep. sister died and all that. And they you know, threw him to the curb for Kyrie. So yeah. that was a reflection of him even still. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, you you hoarding all these draft picks, but you ain't doing shit. Lakers still got another championship. What happened? Yeah, and that's damn. what I mean. Like they just legit. They're not doing shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're literally sitting there. Well, let them die. Yeah, it's your enemies. I'm, I'm totally fine. Enemies. That's what I was about to say. Like, yeah, yeah I enemies. completely understand why you want to have this talk. But fuck them. But fuck them. <laughs> like, it's important to have this. Let talk. they shit burn. It's important to have this talk. Not to figure out what's wrong with him, but to highlight this shit because people don't want to talk about it. Oh, that's the pettiness. That's why it's important that's how to I'll discuss be like what's Seahawks. going on. That's how I'll be All with right. the Seahawks. Some shit like that would be going on. I'll be the same way. But Die slow. 
In their defense, they did lock up their franchise player for yeah, the current did. era. Yeah, they did. Jason Tatum. And he is a star, man. Yes. He is a star. One of Kobe's last protégés. Oh. Wasn't he with you guys for a minute? No. Nope. No? No. Uh, no. He's on I'm, somebody. I'm thinking of somebody else. My bad. So, Jason Tatum signed his five-year, $163 million extension, which could turn into $195 million if he hits the incentives. Oh, Damn, that used to be Kyrie Irving's team, and they got rid of his ass. That's, I'm still thinking, I'm like, man, I, I don't know, it's just randomly popped No, Kyrie head. left. I know Kyrie left, but the fact that he left, I was like, damn, now you're on your third team. Hmm. Well, so that brings up something else, which we can talk about later, which is just... Let's talk about it now. Well, no, there's, there's still more with these, with these re-ups. There's, there's, there's a lot of re-ups. I know, what, were you, what were you about to say? But there's something that needs to be said about later, which is I don't view players switching teams in this era the same way I used to do it when I was younger. Hmm. Remember, when we were younger, there was a big difference with the contracts. Okay. Contracts used to have a max of seven years. Mm. Now, you can only hit a max of five years if you stay with the team. And if you go to a different team, your max is only four years. Yeah. So going to three teams in a certain span, it doesn't move me the same because they're not signing I think the same contracts. I, I, like I think I'm talking, huge con- like, I'm talking about how he, yeah. Went, yeah. how he left. It's like how he left yeah. both. That's what I'm most stuck on. How he left. And he left like a scorned bitch. I mean, okay. Let me, not scorned. Well, I was, <laughs> he, was, he left scorned. I was going to say, yeah, he did leave scorned. I wouldn't say like scorned bitch. But, but like, he left very scorned. He did leave scorned. He did. Again. Let's talk about Danny Ainge, yeah. It goes back to... Because, again, that, like, it has less... Now that everything's taking place, I'm looking at it with less to do about Kyrie versus what culture was Danny Ainge putting... And all he asked was to build a team around me. He couldn't do that. Well, well, let him burn. (laughs) Yeah. So, Jason Tatum re-up. Proud of him. Donovan Mitchell re-upped. Same contract, same incentives. The Jazz looked good. They re-signed Jordan Clarkson, who was great for them off the bench, was just as much of a significant scorer to Donovan as Donovan, mm. when, especially when you go to the bench. And they brought back Derek Favors. Hmm. Not bad. They had a good offseason. Not bad. Not 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 mad at it. Yeah, They're going not, to compete. They're going crazy. to compete with the Nuggets, who lost oh, Jeremy Grant. Gosh. That's wild. Wait 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 wait. What? Jeremy Grant went to the Detroit Pistons. For $60 million. Wait, I thought you said the Nets had shit. No. They, Shams, he worded it wrong. Oh, fuck. They said that they were willing, it's Shams. It's Shams? I thought it was Sham. That's what I thought too, it was Shams. Uh, Sham. (laughs) Hey, when you get them, nah. (laughs) When you get them reports like that ahead of Woj, I'm, I'm gonna call you. Yeah, you're gonna learn his name properly. Exactly. (laughs) So, Shams reward, he worded it wrong. He said the Nuggets were willing to match up to a certain amount. Once it hit twenty, oh, like, because remember they gotta they gotta take care of Jokic. They got yeah Jamal Murray. Right. They gotta they gotta think about the future with Michael Porter Jr. Fuck. You know, Bobo era is just starting because he's no longer on a two way contract. He's now on a full fledged NBA contract. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah, so they Damn. got yeah they have to think about all that. So Jeremy Grant along with Mason Plumlee are in Detroit. The interesting thing about that is both their new contracts match up with the amount that Blake Griffin has. So some people are thinking that there's still a possibility that there's a sign and trade involved with that. And that Blake Griffin could possibly end up going to Denver. We'll see how that plays out because they did re-up on Paul Millsap. How old is Blake Griffin now? 
He's in his thirties. Mm-hmm. He's my age. We graduated uh, high school the same year. He's still athletic as fuck though. Nah, I like, that. He's not. You know what I mean? Like, I he's, he's washed. Not, like, or really? Yeah. He's not really washed. I wouldn't quite say yeah, that. He just had not, bad injuries past yeah, couple years. Yeah. The wrong time too. Yeah. Like, I really don't know what definitely. Detroit is doing. I feel like they just racking up on players, and then they're like, "All right, whoever wants them later for trade bait, we could get some assets back." Which I'm not mad at. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, that's one way to build your team yeah. for the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just get as best the best players you can, and eventually just trade them Flip off. Them. Yeah. Right. Mm. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then my adult son, Brandon Ingram. Mm. He got play. his re up too. <laughs> That nice five year. You know, motherfuckers on Twitter were saying that he was going to be in the the Chinese league. All right, I remember reading about that. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Why do they say that? I don't get it, man. Because some people feel like they they're able to examine and assess talent, and they can truly predict and max out their potential late or early NBA before anybody Twitter else. Is, yeah. NBA Twitter can be weird. No, it, is. it most definitely is. <laughs> I was going to say, can? No, it is weird. That's I think one football Twitter is the only one that's kind of... I think football Twitter is kind of like a in the middle from what I've seen-ish. Football Twitter is weird, but in a different way. In what way? It's more based off free agency in terms of who you sign. Uh, that, that too. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Only only on that. But like yeah. on like the actual games and shit, it's kind of like straight to the point. It's well, yeah, because you really only get one day. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that kind of makes sense. Right. Wrestling Twitter is just a whole. Ugh. <laughs> no, I believe it. Yo, trust me. But yeah, Brandon Ingram got his contract, so salute to him. Mm. Atlanta. Bruh. So who did they get? Atlanta. I know. Atlanta. I have to say it one moves, more time, man. <laughs> I have to say it one more time. <laughs> because Atlanta moves, has man. been. Booming ever since they turned blue. They went crit. <laughs> Atlanta went and secured Rajon Rondo, mm. who is the perfect Fiddle, backup man. to teach Trey Young. Yep. They then went and got Chris Dunn from Chicago, Ooh. who was a nice two way guard that has really improved on his defense. Mm. Definitely. Then they signed Donald Gall- uh, Gallinari. Oh, the sh- they got Danilo. Danilo, yes, bitch. thank you. They yeah, got Danilo yeah. Gallinari. God damn. And then just as we were about to go on air, the Kings declined to match the offer for Bogdan. And Bogdan is now an Atlanta Hawk. Bogdan, yeah. is that that tall ass? No, no, no. no. Uh, oh, that's Boban. Oh, yeah. okay. What team's he on? Bogdan's coming from uh, the Kings, and he used name. to give us fits. Every single fucking matchup. He was actually the one that hit that game winner the day after LeBron went down oh, against the yep. Warriors. Yeah. And we lost to the Kings. It was him. Yeah. Huh. Add him to the fold in Atlanta. So Atlanta looking spooky. Atlanta looking like they can. I quite say spooky, but they, they look Atlanta's good. looking. <laughs> like they're looking real good. You better watch them. Yeah. Atlanta's. Uh, not only are they securing my belief that they're a top five league pass team to watch this season, but. Adding Bogdan, they've kind of jumped from that six to eight seed range in my mind before mm-hmm. this news. Right. They could probably flirt to getting maybe as high as the fourth seed if it plays out right. See, I'm even thinking higher than that. Well, slightly. You know what I mean? Like maybe a third seed. I just say that because I don't want to say that yet, knowing that Milwaukee, the Nets, the Heat. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, show, you I know get what I'm it. But <clears throat> I'm saying like I feel like with, with their overall talent, they can match up. You know what I mean? Oh no, they can match that's, up. That's what I'm saying. Like they could slide into a third. Like it's possible for sure. You know no, I mean? they they can match up. Yeah, I just say that because with what separates them from those teams is, of course, you got Giannis. Yeah, two-time yeah. MVP. You got the Nets. KD and Kyrie. So Giannis, and let's, let's see what happens with well, that like situation. Well, like I said, Giannis is still like, staying over there. Giannis is still staying over there, right? Uh, this year, yeah. As of now, yeah. He was oh, never leaving. Yeah, He's yeah. still on a contract. Oh, okay. And as much as I talk about the Nets, I like I said last week, them and James Harden, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a fire show if that happens. Yeah. Without it, though, they're still a team that they're going to be in contention because oh, of regardless of what happens yeah. with KD and Kyrie – which I think, however that plays out, I feel like that'll play out later in the year towards the playoffs. Mm-hmm. With even if you subtract that, all of their key players that were starters this year are gonna be role players for this upcoming season. Yeah. So right. just like us, they have depth, mm. and a lot of that talent's coming out. Bet like uh, who's uh, Joe Harris, right? Motherfucker re up for what sixty four or seventy two million. I don't remember what something crazy, was, but yeah, something crazy yeah. just to shoot. Yeah, 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 well, I mean that's what he does, right? No, no but, <laughs> like, but understand that's what he does. Eighteen million a year just to shoot. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, uh, and the Warriors, shit. I mean, they might be content. I won't say they're gonna be contenders. They're gonna be, I guess, enjoyable to watch. Maybe they're still gonna be in the playoffs. No, yeah, they they still make. I feel like they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah no, nah, they're like, yeah, they, but they ain't gonna be as dominant as. Oh no! Nah, if they would have had Clay, yeah, they're they, contending they been for the West. Really good. Without Clay, really they're not contending good. for the West. Yeah. But nah, we. I, I forgot to mention it last week. Trading for Kelly Roubaix was a great move. Yeah, like it's gonna help them sustain. It's just not gonna be yeah, enough to. Yeah, it's not gonna put them over the top like that. Not yeah. with the, the Lakers and the Clippers and fucking the Nuggets, Nuggets. and <laughs> the Jazz are pretty good. The fucking uh, the Mavericks yeah. are really good. You know, what I mean, shit. Like, even I, even when I thought Houston was done, but Houston they went and got Christian Wood, and Boogie, and they got Boogie. Yeah, oh, yeah. so that kind of gives incentive for uh, for Harden and, and Westbrook to you know hang tight and just see how it plays out for right. at, you know at least till the trade deadline. Mm. So Houston's not necessarily out the mix yet. It's gonna be very interesting when, the, when this. Oh fuck! Oh. And then Phoenix. Oh yeah. Oh you know my god. I mean? Yeah, duh. Phoenix had a fucking off season too. <laughs> Jesus man. Yeah. They all coming for y'all throne. These niggas went out and got Jay Crowder. <laughs> I was like, what? Motherfucker, Jay yeah. Crowder. That's that's wonderful for my league pass viewing. <laughs> that's gonna be a fucking dogfight when they go up against us. What was Seriously. one signing, not not no NBA but in sports period, where you were just like motherfucker, like when like or some shit like that, like it was just any sports period when you saw it and you were just like, oh, you motherfucker. Had to be the what should call it. The KG shit. Uh, when he signed to the Celtics? Yeah. Or when he got traded. Traded, whatever. When I seen that shit, I was just like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if, I knew the, if I knew the story that I know now at the time, yeah. it definitely would have been that. Mm-hmm. Well, for me. I mean, I didn't even, I just, you know. Yeah. That, well, y'all, the people don't know. Let me just explain mm-hmm. this shit real quick. My brother's favorite player of all time is Kevin Garnett. Mm. I literally watched him grow up because, like, my brother was watching him. Mm-hmm. I would watch with my brother. 
you know, we would see this dude like ball out. Yeah. To see him put on the rival's fucking uniform, I was just like, oh, you son of a bitch. Like, why? Mine, it wasn't really the enemy team, but when Randy Moss went to the fucking Patriots, I was like, ah, oh, fuck you. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, when I, yeah. I said, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, I remember I said that hella loud. But the other one where I got really excited, like how you how you jumped out of bed when Gasol got signed, when the Niners signed Anton Bolden. <laughs> or traded for him. Traded for him. Yeah, I, was like, yeah. I was on the bus going somewhere. Pick. I'll never forget this. That was a great fucking trade. I will never there. forget. I was on the bus and I saw it. I was like, Ooh! I was, my eyes got hella big and shit like that. I'm like, I don't know what Harbaugh did, but you done did it. And then you didn't do it. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> still a Chris Paul. Oh, that still hurts, huh? I want to say it Wait, hurts. It was just the, 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 the Knicks, the, just that whole situation. Because uh, it still confuses me. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, you nixed him coming to L.A. for basketball reasons. But the package that they were getting yeah. from all the teams included, that was a good basketball reason to get him out. Mm-hmm. So that, and then who he ends up with afterwards, it was like, oh, you motherfucker. Wait, you just said basketball reasons. He's still in L.A. It's not <laughs> what the fuck you're... are you talking about? It's just not with you. Like, you ain't getting yeah, no more no, rings. seriously. We want to get them a ring. And failed. Miserably. Miserably. <laughs> like, everyone would Yeah, so that one, that one, it was just like, that whole situation, it still confuses me. Yeah. Because it's like, it was just, I wasn't even upset with the fact that he was a clipper. It was just, the principle. you said he, you nixed our deal because of basketball reasons. But as far as I'm concerned, the Clippers package wasn't that much better than mm-hmm. what, what I wouldn't. I don't even think it was better. Which at the time the Hornets, because they were the Hornets still at the time. Yeah, it wasn't better than what they were getting both from us and the Rockets. Yeah, because the Rockets were involved in that deal. Right. The only downfall about that is is that Powell would have went to Houston in, in that trade, so you know mm. would have sucked. But still, like that just. I guess that's enough to be like, motherfucker, like, motherfucker, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's more confused. Yeah. No, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah, I was just wondering, I was just thinking about that, because I remember that time when Moss went to the Patriots. I was like, I will tell you bitch. one hypothetical that would have me like that, what? and it was going to happen, and I, if it did happen, it would have been like, fuck. You? Or just fuck? Just fuck. Oh. Like all this, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about years ago uh, when Tracy McGrady and Grant Hill went to Orlando. Mm. They were supposed to have a big three. The third was Tim Duncan. Mm. Oh, yep. They would have had a whole lot I of rings. I forgot all about that shit, but yeah. Yeah. They would have had a whole lot of rings. That would have been fucking insane, dude. Yeah, that would have been a history changer. I don't know, like, you know, I don't know about a whole lot of rings, but I would have definitely bet money that. They would have at least got two. Yeah. I feel. You yeah. know what I mean? At least. Shit. And that's including if Grant Hill was able to look like the 2010 yeah. Grant Hill. Right. Back in 2001. You know, had he fully recovered. Right. That would have been, definitely been one where I'd have been like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> because because of that, cause that, that offseason was after Kobe and Shaq won the first one. Mm-hmm. So literally after they would have won the first one, that shit would have taken place. And I'd have been like, yeah. oh, that would have been crazy. Yeah. Dog, shit. yeah. Shit. I ain't no bitch and I ain't scared, but I definitely would have looked at that motherfucker like, oh, okay. Oh, I see you. 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got cute. All right, okay. Jerry. All right, <laughs> Jerry. Cute. Get the phone. Go get the answer. Run it, motherfucker, oh, back. <laughs> Find a way to get AI. Make it work. Like, yeah. Make it work. We need that shit. Yeah. I need that. Facts. <laughs> shit, man. Well, Thanksgiving is this week. How, what, what y'all got planned? Hopefully with the family in the house. Work. Yeah. Yeah. Getting that, what's it called? Time and a half, baby. No. You know. Are you working? Yeah. Time and a half. I mean, shit. I signed up to work. No, I wish I could, but we're closed, so. No, yeah. Well, we yeah. get off at 5. I mean, I get off at 5.30, so that's still dinner time, so. Yeah, I'm off at 4, so it ain't nothing serious. Mm. That's yeah. what's up. It's just enough to where the, the pay will show significance on the next paycheck. Right. So, I was like, oh, yeah, let me let me run that. <laughs> I signed up to work all week, um, including Black Friday, mm. and they were like, eh, well, since you work Thanksgiving, we'll just give you a three-day weekend after, and I was like, oh, mm. Okay, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess one of those ones where it's like, I still want to work, uh, but oh, uh, now I'm thinking about it. Nah, nah, don't, 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 don't call me. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Nah, leave me alone. I'll, I'll take it. Oh, I know there's about to be some mid-football games until the primetime game. That's exactly why I signed up to work. <laughs> there's about to be some mid-ass games. And I don't even know if the primetime game is going to be I'm good. I'm cooking, bro. Fuck damn football. I'm over football now, shit. Well, I, yeah, I, I should be, too. I mean, I kind of am, too, but... I mean, I, all I know is I heard the teams and I was like, hold up, they're playing? Ew. 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 And then I heard, okay, Baltimore and the Steelers. I was like, eh. Nah, the news after today, I'm looking at like, Ew. what's the news after today? Baltimore got COVID. They got to shut, they shut down the oh, facility. Oh, yeah. The whole team? Well, well it um, didn't say it. The running backs. It said multiple players yeah. that, that I read. These motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, because they were they went against the damn Titans. Yeah, I just read about that. Damn. Well. Well, the Titans was weeks ago. No, they played them last. They played them on yeah, Sunday. They just played them. No, I know, but their their outbreak was weeks ago. But still, like months shit. ago. Like, they, I, mean, I remember that story broke out literally the day after on Monday that the running back got COVID. Well, two of them. Shit. It's both the running backs. Yeah, I know both the running backs. Ingram and uh, Dobbins. Yeah. Shit. They but they it wasn't just them. They had to close the facility. So it's one of those ones where I'm like. Are they still going to play? Like, oh, they're gonna yeah, play. Seriously though. Oh, they're I mean, gonna play. Yeah. So when know, the news they, came they out, they said that shit was in question right well, now. Well, no, that they Schefter reported as last time I checked, he was like, no, they still plan to play. Oh and shit. And I was like, that don't sound appeasing. Watch. <laughs> nah. That's that's been the whole man. What's it, Roger Goodell saying? These niggas gonna play. Yeah. Those are his words exactly. These niggas are going to play. COVID or not. You are playing. <laughs> that whole A, B, C, C plan? No, 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 no. 60? No, 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 no. We're going to go all the way. Yeah. <laughs> there's only, there's a plan A and plan B, and plan B is to make plan, plan A work. A work. Yep. <laughs> Motherfuckers. I don't know, I was going play. It was a bye, but we lost anyway. Yeah. Fucking trick. How the fuck that happened? <laughs> yeah. No, literally, it actually did happen. They had to send more players to the COVID list during yeah. the bye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Trent Richardson. Yeah, we lost. Yeah. Oh, we and lost the bye. We got damn and it. He got the, and he's high risk because he, he, he had cancer. Not Trent Richardson. Uh, it was. It was Trent Williams. Yeah. Trent Williams. Like, he called Trent Richardson. I was like, I, I know who know, Trent Richardson is. Trent Williams. <laughs> Trent <laughs> Williams. My fault. I'll be honest with you. I kind of got a little like, what? Trent like, Williams. I was like, nah. Trent okay, Williams. You got yeah. this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, he's on the list. Fucking, uh, who else is on there? Brandon Ayuk, motherfucker, man. Yeah, no, nah, you don't know. You don't get to say that. I get to say that. Why? Oh, just, yeah. just when I was getting ready to take a <laughs> fucking fantasy list. 
Oh, this my oh fuck. We gonna get the bill. We gonna the bills. Oh, I got my ass kicked yeah. last week in fantasy because of all the fucking buys and the COVID and all like buys and the COVID. <laughs> fucking Miles Garrett showed up with COVID, and that was just the start of my shit. Like fuck, motherfucker. I hate this fucking year. That pandemic don't play. I only did this for the fucking rookies. I'll tell you this though. Monday, Monday night football. Tom Brady. Honestly, don't even come to the stand. <laughs> he can come to the stand, but before he comes to the stand, round of applause. I don't know if you guys saw the significance of Monday Night Football. Mm. That was the first time it was an all-black officiating staff. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I saw that. Yeah, yeah. black power. Hell yeah, they even yeah. they all had them all on the sideline. They all took a group picture. Hell yeah, well, that's what's up. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I tuned I tuned in for that, and then I got busy after they did that. What's up? Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't I got, paying attention I saw to the, the game. The update on the ESPN, but app. yeah, Tom yeah. Brady, that was pathetic. I watched that shit. That was pathetic. <laughs> I've never seen him play that way before. Yes, well, you did. No, 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 no. Not Weeks like, ago. Not consistently. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, that was, that was red zone shit. This is like one No, that was Sunday game. Night Football. Oh, yeah, that was true. Yeah, yeah the Saints. The Saints. Ah, Dog walked the fuck out of them. What are you talking about? <laughs> but this that was a worse game than this one. Nah, but the way he was playing with this, I don't know why, but this one was just like, what the fuck you doing, Brady? Just, oh my god, it was disgusting. He was playing like Jeff Garcia on the fucking Lions. That's how bad he was playing. He looked bad, but he did have his moments. That's why this one didn't compare to the Saints. Mm. He had his moments. Like, he hit Godwin on a nice route. Yeah, that was good. That got him to the end zone. Like, there were just things that he did that were like, all right. But everything else, it was like, yeah, he's getting old. (laughs) Like, not much there. Like, I mean, Martin told me he missed a step, but goddamn, man. I mean, I, I don't want to be the Patriots, bro. You know what I mean? You saw like, it with the Patriots, but, yeah, like. Yeah, I've seen that shit. This ain't Fox. This ain't CBS, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's on ESPN, you. I'm about to say, I don't think this one applies to this one. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> he used to be on ESPN. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but when you play on Fox, <laughs> I'm just like, that's yeah. still funny to say, because you play in CBS, Fox, nigga. <laughs> this ain't CBS, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Soft ass CBS. Nah, you play, you play with the big boys over at Fox. Ugh. Justin Herbert, boy. I mean, amazing. <laughs> I mean, amazing. Dog. I mean, it wasn't gonna matter for my fantasy team. I was gonna lose anyway. But I, I left him on the bench for Kyler Murray. Mm. Even though Kyler like bounced back at a good second half. Yeah. On Thursday night. Uh huh. I just went back and looked at Justin's numbers, and I was like, I got both of them. <laughs> One of them I'm going to hold on for the next two years. So that way I can get maximum trade fucking value. Shit. Because I'm keeping one yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One like of them is actually going to yeah. play. And then the other, the other one's going to yeah. The other one is it's going to be collecting a lot of interest. Right. That Raiders-Kansas City game was really good, too. Yep. And then fucking Patrick Mahomes had to do the mall. Fuck you throws. Mm. That's what he does. Like, you know, Steph Curry has the fuck you threes. Patrick Mahomes has the ah fuck you touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. doing that accent too. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's what every Raider fan thought when he threw that last touchdown. Like, ah, oh, fuck you. Patrick Mahomes is worth half a five. It's worth half a billion. Oh, Shit. I wasn't even going past that. Patrick Mahomes will do a fucking cartwheel before the hand with the football goes down to the ground. He can fling that motherfucker, yep. and somewhere, oh, wow. either be Travis Travis Kelsey or Tariq Hill will be somewhere around that motherfucker, and they'll catch it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, motherfucker, and he'll just do it on some fluke shit. Like, it ain't somewhere, whoop, and it's just in the air. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's exactly what my coworkers said. I mean, you can say it's fluke shit, man, but if it happens as often as it happens, yeah, no, it's a skill. Yeah, it looks, it looks, it looks. He he practices that shit. Oh, I I know he does. Sure, he has. That's the oh fuck you touchdowns. That's (laughs) what he does. I don't know. It was a good game. Raiders, like, what's his name? I was proud of Derek. Derek did his thing. Like, I, I keep telling people, put some respect on my man's name. Like, Derek they did. kept running him through the fucking ground mm-hmm. all them years. And I was like, I mean, he's going through changes with the with the coaching staff. Like, he's got to relearn everything, too, since Gruden came back. Who knows? The AFC Championship could be the Raiders in Kansas City. You never know. I don't think it would be that way, huh? It's possible. I mean, as of now, the, the, Raiders, the Raiders are 6-4. and four, The Ravens are 6-4. and four. Browns are seven and three. What? Huh? That's a silent seven and Wait, three. Wait, what? Yeah, Browns are seven and nah. three. They won on. They beat the Eagles. They're seven and three now. Don't you lie to me, JC. I'm done. Serious. <laughs> red Zone, baby. I know this because they brought because uh, uh, they brought this up on Red Zone, and they said teams that start the season seven and three, they have an eighty-two or eighty-four percent chance of making the playoffs. So they were like, Browns fans. It might be time to really start looking and getting your hopes up because it looks good. If the Browns get to the Super Bowl and win that shit, Cleveland is going to be on fire. It's yeah, going to be a happy seven and fire. Three. Yeah. God damn. I had to check, bro. I'm not going to lie. Not even, I did not, not, not even a to very doubt quiet. you. I'm just like, I can't believe that yeah, shit. That's a very you know quiet 7-3 I mean? because the media don't be talking about that. Oh, I don't pay attention. But shit. Yeah, there's no drama because Odell's out, so... That's they true. Don't, the media wow. doesn't have fun with it, so they they not they're not. So they, they can't they can't make fun of Baker Mayfield yeah. or nobody. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, they put the fucking Carson Wentz through a the nastiest fucking duck I've ever seen in my life. Like <laughs> <laughs> it turned into a, it just immediately turned into a pick six. Like as soon yes. as it left his hand, it was like no one touched it or nothing. They got it didn't get tipped. Well, it was just bad because. If he had gotten the ball out two seconds earlier, he uh-huh. had another receiver that was wide open in the flat towards Uh-oh. the towards the sideline. But he decided to do a check down, <coughs> and when he got smacked in the check down, his arm like literally it flung, so it was just hanging in the air. Every time I see that, I just hear I just hear Casey and JoJo go, "Let me see you toss it up." Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot who the fuck it was on the Browns that got it. And like, as soon as he was in the area, I was like, pick six. That shit, motherfucker, just grabbed it and just ran. Oh, my but God. But it still wasn't worse or as hilarious as when Joe Flacco did it. Flacco! <laughs> against the Chargers. Bloody so, I'm going to paint the picture for you because I don't think you guys saw it. Nah. Nope. <laughs> the Jets had actually stopped the Chargers on the goal line and forced them. I think it was fourth down or they forced them to fumble. Mm-hmm. And they were on the one or the two-yard line. Immediately... The play after, Flacco throws a pick six. Wow. <laughs> nice. And his pick six was funny because unlike Carson Wentz, when he got hit and he was forced to throw the duck, Joe Flacco just looked and he threw. <laughs> and out of nowhere, the charge, like literally in one motion, Chargers, Chargers cornerback, interception, end zone, in one motion. Didn't even think about it. Wow. He actually, he actually took more time dancing to get to the end zone than he did catching the fucking football. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> What's also sad is Joe Barrow on uh, the Bengals, man. man. I saw yeah. that live. Yeah, that was rough. I'm like, damn. He's out for the... He's, That's he's, torn ACL, ACL and MCL. MCL yep. At the same damn time. Yep. yep. Damn, man. Poor like, man. You, we said the Bengals are a place to go, but, I mean, what would you say? You living in hell if you went to Cincinnati? I mean, before Joe Burrow was. Since Joe Burrow, it's kind of looking, it looking... It's not so bad. Yeah, I'm kind of like... 
Now oh, it's they, not they so only, great. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. you know what I mean? Wait, since they... Oh, they only cold for seven months. I, I can make it work for five months. It's, it's, it's cool enough. I can do that. <laughs> Joe Burrow be throwing dimes. He really, yeah. That's why I like watching him. He's really he's an interesting watch. There's, there's certain players I like watching or quarterbacks. Oh, if you like watching him, when mm-hmm. he starts hitting that superstar plateau, mm-hmm. he's going to be even better to watch during post-game shit. Mm. Because Joe Burrow is very pro-Black Lives Matter. Oh, he is. Oh. I've seen that. Very, and he's very outspoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if Good shit, man. yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going to be one of those because white quarterback, people are laying the hope. I thought he was he's just going to be talking that shit. I thought he was low-key low MAGA. No, to be no, 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 no. No, no, was a surprise. Quite the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> you see who Joe Burrow's wide receivers were in college? Ain't no way in hell he was MAGA. <laughs> oh, you know who else is... Well, well, they won. I was going to say, who else was mid? I was going to say, what's his name? Taysom Hill, but they won. The Saints. Mm. He wasn't mid. I don't know. That's why I, I said I stopped myself. In. I stopped. That's yeah, why I stopped he myself. Blew. He did some shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah, he, he, like, he was quite good. Yeah. It was kind of interesting how they didn't have, what's his name in there? 30 for 30, James Winston. Hmm. But Taysom Hill, yeah. I mean, he could start somewhere else. Or maybe start with the Saints to get rid of Breeze. Well, we didn't even bring it up. Last week, Breeze got like 100 broken ribs. After that fucking, yeah, oh my God. After that fucking unnecessary hit, even though it was clearly a fucking sack because a big nigga just fell on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that shit, bro. Like, can we ever sack uh, no. Breeze and, and not have a penalty thrown? Like, it's all with the Niners, too. It, it always seems to happen that yeah. way. And then if Garoppolo gets it like that, like, oh, no, it's just part of the game. <laughs> but you know what you know what it is though it, it's it is stupid but at the same time they're always consistent with how they ref quarterbacks that stay in the pocket versus quarterbacks that run yeah Jimmy G runs it's not fair but I get what you're saying you know yeah, it, it, that's that's how it's always been that's why um, Lamar Jackson gets hit the way he does yeah. he runs yeah oh yeah even though he's a he's not a a running quarterback he's a quarterback that knows how to that knows maneuver how to that knows how to run yeah the mm-hmm. problem is, is once you use your legs, now you're being ref different. You're being yep. ref like a running back. Well, Pretty much. Same thing with Colin Murray. They do the same. Colin Murray be getting hit. Yeah, he, he does. Well, oh, Russell does. Wilson don't. He don't be taking shots. Oh, he, he knows when to slide. He doesn't want to take shots. He, he knows when to slide. He's yeah. smart. Or oh, is that too smug for you? Yep. You want him to take hits so damage his body yep. and shit. Exactly. Come. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> I wish more players. I wish more players took the Ted Ginn route. Ted Ginn, what did he do? Ted Ginn, what did he do? Ted Ginn's been playing in the NFL for a hundred years. Why? Yeah. Because every time he catches the ball, he runs out of bounds. This is true. Ted Ginn ain't never true. took no this fucking hits that he ain't true. never had to take. Yeah. Think but, about how many times you've seen Ted Ginn get hit. He was like, you probably nah. can't. As soon as he runs, he's like, oh, tackle, nope, 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 ain't And you know one of the reasons why is because Ted Ginn was supposed to be a track star, but his dad was a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was always the fastest guy around, so he played yeah. football. But he still plays football like a track player. Mm-hmm. Okay, the point is to not get hit. Why the fuck am I going to willingly take a hit? I'm just going to run out of bounds. Even, even when I have we stash, got the yards. Dive. Yeah. Even if like, I have that. He always does that yeah. shit, too. Yeah. I ain't going to the fuck. I ain't going to get hit. I wish more players did that. Kaepernick Preserve got your hit. body. Did Kaepernick get hit a lot? Yeah, Kaepernick got hit a lot. Kaepernick got hit a lot. That's why I, every time I would hold my breath when he was running and I'm like, <gasps> okay, he's not injured. I'm still shocked he didn't, really, he didn't even got injured on the field or nothing like that when he was playing with us. He didn't have enough time. <laughs> Seriously. No. He had enough time. He had enough time. 
No, he was there for four years and it was done. Like, no, but I'm saying that's enough time. What that's the enough, fuck? That, oh, no, that, <laughs> that's a rookie contract. <laughs> what? That's a rookie contract. <laughs> Look what happened with Joe Burrow in his first year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> he started in his first year. <laughs> oh, okay. But I'm just saying, Alex Smith got injured in his first year. He did. Yeah. I know. I'm just trying to make a point. Yeah, I know. I know. You hate that dude, too. Mm-hmm. God damn. Who do you? Who don't you hate? What don't you hate? I know you hate Russell Wilson for whatever reason because he's like smug, but even though he's, he's like smug. the he's the nicest guy in the world, Craig. Nah, see that's all a front. I'm trying to tell you, bro. I I don't know what to tell <laughs> you. One day you I don't know see. what to tell you, man. One day you he's not OJ Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he ain't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> OJ kills white woman. Yeah, that's not He's not. He's not OJ. <laughs> Just saying, Russell Wilson's cool, man. Next topic. <laughs> Just saying. Shit. What is the next topic? Oh, Russell, what's, Russell, you cure cancer. Martin gonna come in here and be like, wasn't fast enough. Nah, really I wouldn't say, would that. say that. Yeah, I'd be would. like, why did he do it? Why did he, why'd you kill cancer? Why'd you cure COVID? Why, wait, hold on. What made yeah. you do this what shit? What made you do this? Huh? What made you do that, huh? Ulterior motive, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, Never mind the fact that he did hundreds of millions of lives are being saved. I think he could have nah. He could have put on the Infinity Gauntlet and reversed the snap, and he still would have been. Why'd you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell you to bring it back. Can, yeah. How'd you get all the stones? And get rid of all the <laughs> get rid of all the Seahawks. It costs him everything. <laughs> oh yeah, speaking of Disney, did you watch Mandalorian? No. It's alright. I ain't update either. I went back and started rewatching The Wire. I want to try to finish it. I just got through telling you that I had like no time. What you said last week, you're like, I'm a, I'm, I have Tuesday off. Yeah, no, I was thinking like that I wasn't gonna be able to like do shit normal uh-huh. this week. No, but that didn't happen. You realize that we're recording tonight on a Tuesday. Like, put this shit together, bro. Yeah, we're recording early because it's it's uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Yeah. and also we all on curfew now. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, yeah, By the way, we gotta hurry up and get the fuck out of here. There's no caffeine camera today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. got the fuck out. Yeah, because case is going up, so Gavin Newsom's shutting the studio down. <laughs> yeah. And even he has to burr, shut burr, the studio burr. down. Even he has to shut the studio down. Yeah. Shut himself down. Because I guess he got exposed to some shit. Him and his family got exposed to so their quarantine. Yeah, eating on them thousand dollar plate dinner <laughs> events and shit. Yeah, come on, Gavin. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, come on, Gavin. I was rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Batman. <laughs> shit. But um, what huh? you know how the game goes, man. The game's a game. Hey. Die and be a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Hey, he does look like Harvey Dent. That's what he looks like. He looks like Harvey Dent. Nah, he's Batman. He looks like, he looks like a Harvey Dent. When he talks, he's Batman, okay? No, that's just like a cigarette smoker. That's why you don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. yeah why does much. Batman... Why does Bat, Why did Batman do that shit with his voice and just disguise that as Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Yeah. You know who didn't do that? George Clooney. I was randomly watching Batman and Robin. Of course he didn't. <laughs> like, hey, Mr. Freeze, I'm yeah. Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Freeze, yeah. I'm Batman yeah, with a big old smirk on his face. He had Val a Kilmer didn't change his yeah, he voice. Did. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Ah, Michael shit. Keaton did. Yeah. Val Kilmer did. George Clooney was George Clooney. He not only did George Clooney not change his fucking voice, he showed up with a fucking Batman credit card. The Batman credit card. He don't leave house without. Yeah. <laughs> Said that with a smirk. And he had a smirk on his face the entire time when you watch Batman arrive. Do you know they can check the receipts, my nigga? Is it say Batman? <laughs> 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 
It's gonna have the fucking. And you can check the bank account that's sent to that motherfucker. It said expiration date forever. Yeah. I remember it said that shit. Seriously? Yes. Wow. I, I, I was watching it with my homegirl the other night, and I was just reciting Arnold Schwarzenegger's lines. He said, "Let's chill, chill." Alyssa City bows to my commands. Like the way he says that shit. Alyssa City bows to my commands. It'd be worth it forever in Gotham. He really got into that role, like. Yeah, now he felt it, man. <laughs> Mr. Free. At the end of the day, for nothing. Mr. Free. I mean, he got paid. But Mr. Free is a I mean, everybody people. gets paid. I would hope you get paid when you're acting, but I mean, just in the grand scheme of things, like, for what? <laughs> it's Mr. Freeze. Yeah. I feel like if it would have been, like, in a good, like, a, a newer, like, in the newer series type shit, if, the, if he was to play it again... And it not be like cartoony as yeah. well. That could work. He, no, he could do it. Oh, man. he could. Because he, he, more sinister. He, he had that um, that emotion too when he was yeah, talking yeah. about his wife and shit like that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even I when he fell, happening. even when he fell in the fucking the burning hell back my whatever the chloroform, whatever that fucking oh yeah the chemical the water yeah shit, whatever that uh, shit is. Yeah, even if you go back and watch, like you can't help but laugh. Just ah 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 yeah. ah. Get the chopper. Stupid. Like. Right, God, Arnold was just doing too much. Rosie, not Rosie O'Donnell. Why did I say Chris O'Donnell? What the fuck happened to him? He's on uh, NYPD Saint, Blue. Yeah. Oh yeah, not no, NYPD no. Blue. Uh, That's one of these motherfuckers. Hawaii Five or whatever, what it is with LL Cool J. Whatever the show's on, on CBS. Shit. Yeah, oh, he is on that. That's shit. what I'm saying. It's, it's something with cops. So I yeah. just call every, everything with the cop. I've always called NYPD Blue. Like I'm not even. Joking. <laughs> Tom Brady ain't on CBS no more, but he is. Yeah, yeah. Robin is. Yeah. <laughs> I was a family watching Batman and Robin and I'm like this was fucking terrible Robin and Dirty Mac and L.O. Mm. <laughs> Robin and Dirty Mac <laughs> Soundtrack was fire though the Batman and Robin soundtrack yeah. except for that one song Don't featuring you. no that's Batman Forever ah. Kiss from a Rose the other one there's yeah. a song called a beautiful song called Gotham City but uh Look into my oh, eyes yeah. tell me what it is. You... That was back when soundtracks used to actually matter. They did a whole mm-hmm. video with the bat. With, what, what were they in front of the Batmobile or the fucking? They were in front of Gotham. Bat... I know, but they had some bat vehicle. In front <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was, just, it was just Gotham. Like, yeah. It was Gotham, bro. Everything that comes with yeah. Gotham, it was there. Brandy was on that soundtrack. Coolio had a cameo. Coolio was on the soundtrack. I remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good times. Yeah, good times, yeah, man. Good, good times, good times. It's a shitty film. Oh my god, it's Very. shitty. But it's really entertaining to watch, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Oh, Batman Forever was, was For borderline. Last. Batman Forever was borderline. It was good. It's it's a, it's entertaining to watch, but you'd be like, okay, it's kind of silly. What what are you doing? <laughs> Jim yeah. Carrey was... Yeah. I still feel indifferent about Jim Carrey. Really? Yeah. That's what my homegirl told me, too. She said he, he was a terrible fucking Riddler. I, I wouldn't like, say really? he was terrible. It yeah. was just... It was just I was just feeling different. Awkward. There's moments where I'm like, that's uh, really good. And then there's other moments where I'm like, well... Now, yeah. I'm going to tell you all this shit. Because my homegirl told me this. I'm going to tell you all this. And the people. So, she's a nerd like me. And we are talking about, like, nerd shit. And we started talking about Star Wars. And she said she's a Star Trek fan. Well, she's a good Star Trek fan. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But what about Star Wars? She's like, yeah, I'm not really into Star Wars. War! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else matters. War! That's it. <laughs> no, I was like, why not? Well, my dad, when episode one was about to come out, I didn't see none of the other movies. So when episode one was coming out back in 98, my dad said, you know what? You don't need to see the first, the, uh, the original trilogy. You're going to start at the very beginning. You're going to watch episode one first. 
Yeah, he said that without seeing episode one himself. Yes. Oh, that's rough. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and ever since then, she just said, yeah, I watched it. It was trash. And my dad was trying to tell me that was great. And I was like, no, it wasn't, Dad. <laughs> and then I watched the other trilogy, and then I watched the other movies. I was like, what is this? And then I was just like, oh, my God, why did he do that to you? Why? And then everything else on, it was just like, he has failed you. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta use the sequence, man. And, and, oh, I was like, why man. did he do that? Like, why did he do that? You gotta use the sequence. It's like, use the force. Use the sequence. You yeah. Watch the original one first, then the prequel, and then that shit. And then she said she saw the, <laughs> then that shit. Then she saw the sequel trilogy. She's like, yeah, I never want to watch this shit. So I can't even put her on The Mandalorian. I can't put her on none of this shit because her dad ruined it just by saying, you know what? Don't even watch the other one. You're going to start at episode one. Hmm. Just want to get that out. He ruined her. like the whole point of Star Wars (laughs) the whole point of watching Star Wars is to get to that moment where it's I am your father yes and then you go back in time to see how that story played out but you you lose you lose that climax in five if you're watching from episode one. And I on. asked her, does yeah. he does he now realize that episode one is trash? Like, oh yeah, now he does. <laughs> oh man, mm. that's see that is rough. That and but she's a Star Trek fan. She's like, eh, it doesn't matter now. I, I like Star Trek better yeah, anyway. Well, she's probably a Star Trek fan because of that experience. Yeah, Star Wars didn't help. Yeah, <laughs> that seriously. Was just, she's like, when she told me that story, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like your dad did what? Don't even watch the other ones. Just watch episode one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Oh. What's well, that? That's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> Jesus. If I had his number, I'll call him right now. I gotta arrest that man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You have a serial killer on yeah. the loose. <laughs> Fuck using the sequence. Use the handcuffs. Use the handcuffs. So you decide. So you want to see episode one first? I mean, I thought it was a good idea. I was so happy that there was another. Oh my god! Why? How dare you? That's. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, see, I'm sorry. I had to tell y'all this. I had to tell the people this. Mm. <laughs> you start with a new hope to give them hope, but instead you gave them bullshit. <laughs> you gave them Misa. <laughs> oh shit! You gave them Misa. Instead of a new hope, you gave him Misa. <laughs> my friend, my friend's older Jar-Jar brother, Binks, my friend's older brother when we were kids, <laughs> came down the stairs one day. And he's like, Misa Jar Jar Binks, Misa homosexual. <laughs> you told me that someone else said that. <laughs> I've heard that before. I was like, Misa Jar Jar Binks, Misa homosexual. Like, fam. Hey, man, chill. What's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> See, instead of a new hope, you get Misa. Yeah, nah. You can't start with Misa. You can't stop with Misa. That's just a plantation away from Massa. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Shit. Can't start with Misa. You gotta start with a new hope. You gotta start with hope before the Misa. <laughs> you think they could do a Star Wars with like. Slave masters and shit. That was what it was. No, but like really, I, I, no, I was about to say. <laughs> no, 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 but no, like really think about the direction I'm trying to take it. Like, got a sick I'm mind. Listening. Like I'm roots and Star Wars, like, de- like roots and Star Wars together. Yeah, Kutsukente is Luke Skywalker. No, 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 but you got to you know, galaxy far, far away. Is Anakin? Yeah, in a galaxy far, far away, the Negroid. That the ne- type of what the fuck? That type <laughs> of combining. Really combining roots with Star Wars. 
really combine it. Not giving, well, it's kind of like the same elements. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like, instead of plantations, like, they picking bots and shit off the... I, I see the vision. Yeah. I see it. It's there. Maybe. It's Maybe there. for another franchise, not Star Wars. It is there. I'm just saying. I get it. Somebody like Darth Vader as the ultimate plantation master. He only got to he only got to beat you. He could just reach from twenty feet away and choke your ass. <laughs> yeah, and get a big ass whip. <laughs> Shit! How the hell you start from episode like a lightsaber? Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's next? And also, uh, oh. well, it also would give a, a different connotation and tone to "I am your father." I'm your master. No, I am your father. No, oh, to, I am your father. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That would be just a, a trick. Just made it dark. <laughs> Not as dark as taking your own child to see episode one before the original. Well, I'm about film. to say shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I took pretty, it dark, I, but that was know, pretty bad. Bro. I, think, I, think I can sell this dark. to Hollywood. I can't sell taking can't the, sell, taking a child to go watch Star Misa. Wars episode one first. I, that's... You, know, you saw you saw Misa first before Hope. You saw a disaster before Hope. Yes, he a Hope before you saw where you came from. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? You know what I just said? Yeah. I'm a confused people. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm confused. He's talking yeah. about confused people. Shit. Oh, like, where you came from? You gotta see the hope before you see where you came from. Wait, what? <laughs> what? I'm just trying to spit bars. I'm like, what's his name? Um, the black dude. The uh, uh, donations. You know what I'm talking about. They don't respect Umar, man. Man, Umar, say, like Umar, Umar got bars. That's what he sounds like. Umar got bars. He just he he goes about it the wrong way, but Literally Umar got bars. He's a living, breathing Boondocks <laughs> character. I, he really is. Every time he goes on, that's like one of the main reasons why I, I just keep IG. Somebody <laughs> says, "Oh, Umar live." I'm like, "All right, I'm there. I'll meet you in the comments." Shit. He says some real shit, but he says it in the most. Yeah, I'm like he yeah the you know how he present his presentations were off, but he, but he be saying some stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Now nah, it's like the nigga in um. And don't be a menace. Nick Nat Padwick. Nick Nat Padwick. That's him. That's him. Nigga. Anyway. Is there any other way to watch movies like that? Star Wars? No, no. I'm saying in general. Is there any other way to watch movies like that? What do you mean? Where you watch the newer ones that are was like a prequel. Like, I guess somebody were to watch Carlito's Way, the one with Puff. Hell no. Versus watching the first one with Al Pacino. I only recognize if that. I was, <laughs> if I was to watch it that way, I wouldn't watch the same. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know there's, I mean? yeah, there's got to be ways where it would just like turn you off. Yeah. Like I understand. I get where she's coming from. Yeah, I, 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 I agree I get with her. It. I, I, I completely I agree. There was no reason. I could. There was like, there's no reason to try to tell you this move. This franchise is good because you got tainted watching that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only one that works when you do it that way is. Um, Revenge of the Sith? No, nah, is uh, is Godfather, but you have to like saga the whole thing, so it's got to be a one yeah. one stop shop. Yeah. Like how AMC when they combine the first and the second one, mm-hmm. yeah. and they start from mm-hmm. literally the beginning to end. So it starts when uh, Vito's a kid, and then it goes through his oh, his story. Okay, okay, okay. Then it goes through the first Godfather. Then it goes through the re- the Michael story and Godfather. I two. think Star right. Wars is the only one that could do that. Maybe Harry the Harry Potter series, kind of. Oh, they didn't have no. Oh, nah, nah, nah. Cause they're all together in a year. Oh, what if Smite did that with Lord of the Rings? They already doing that. No, no. What all... I'm saying is, what if they what if they watched The Hobbit first and then they went to Lord of the Rings? Then they'll see Lord of the Rings was fucking fire, and they'll be like, "What the fuck was The Hobbit?" 
No, but that's what I'm saying. If yeah. they, it's the, that has the same effect. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Franchises yeah. that will have the same effect. I can't effect. believe they did that shit with The Hobbit. That book is only like, what, 200 pages, 300 pages? And it's, it's like... That shit. <laughs> you can literally... So we're going to get three out of this motherfucker. <laughs> you can literally... Shit. It can maybe be a two-hour movie at best. But... Or maybe a two or three hour movie at best. But I can literally finish that shit. I can finish that shit in a day. I can finish that book in a day. And they were like, no, we're going to split this shit up in three movies. It's three hours. And you're going to like it. You get nine. You get 200 pages, bro. Something like that. It's a short book. It's not even a day, dog. That's like a few hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They say for reference, a script page is usually a minute of screen time. So 200 pages is... Just over three hours. Yeah. So literally, they stretched just over three hours. And then three into, movies. Into three films. And they were trying to recreate what they got in Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was literally like a once in a lifetime type of movie. Yeah, because they filmed that shit all at once. Yeah, which was smart. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Very mm-hmm. smart. A lot of films should do that. Where if you get the bag for a franchise, mm-hmm. you'll just film all this shit at once. That's what they did with, um, what's it called? With Infinity War. They filmed that and Black Panther. And I want to oh, say yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel. No, they didn't, they, they didn't even film Captain Marvel yet. Uh, they filmed Infinity War, Endgame, Black Panther, and like one other movie all at the same time. Yeah. Just trying to crowd, crud that shit in. Right. Speaking of that. Did a good job. Shit, that's an achievement. That's what I'm saying. That's, I still feel they should have got nominated for a fucking Oscar for that shit. But whatever. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I remember saying it on the podcast, the fact that they were able to get that done without, you know, no major losses, mm-hmm. whether it be recasting or passing away, and then mm-hmm. lo and behold... Chapman Bolden, Bolden yeah. passes away. Like, when you really examine that and what they were able to accomplish yeah. before that, like, nah, y'all deserve, like... At least a nomination. Get a Nobel Peace Prize for that shit. Or something. <laughs> I mean, think about it. That turned into... I don't know if you guys know, um, Sirius XM, they now have uh, the Marvel station. Really? They tell Marvel really? stories. Yeah. Mm, they, I I, it just came that. on my home screen on the app. Mm. I forgot what channel it is on XM Radio, but it's a it's a Marvel channel. It's probably talking about. It's interesting. Yeah, some yeah, shit. just all the stories going behind all the productions. Mm. Speaking of all that, I guess <clears throat> WandaVision is dropping in January, so there's not going to be no fucking MCU content this year at all. Pretty much everything is dropping next year, God God willing. If you know, if Biden gets everyone on the same page, God willing, everything's dropping from the MCU next year. So we'll see. I know That's people. Cool. I know people wanted MCU content this year. I think they deserved a year off. Oh, they like, did. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. you needed like we needed some some just to be like, okay, we need to breathe. Yeah. After Endgame, like literally just after Endgame period, like we need to breathe. A yeah. Bit. Yeah. You I mean, I, I'll I'll admit I was uh, selfish. I wanted that shit. I want Black I mean, Widow at least. Yeah. I mean, or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Just something. But I mean, dude. Like what a month away now, right? <laughs> From the end of the year, it's That's like wild. And they said yeah, WandaVision so, is gonna be the whatever, first one. No they said they're they're not gonna drop Black Widow in fucking Disney Disney Plus. They said nah, we're putting this in theaters. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So either way, we you know what I mean, I'll we'll, watch it. We'll see on that one. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, what else did I? Was, I was gonna watch something else. I watched something else because I was I was watching Sopranos. It is an intriguing yeah. watch. Yep. It really is. It's mm. like hmm, how far are you? I'm on season one, episode eight. I know I got a whole you journey. Got a long way to go. I know I forgot HBO shows are like one hour long. <laughs> Tell me how you feel after season three ends. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll let you know. Please let me know how you feel about because that's when that shit was like, oh, <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. and then season four ended and it was like, oh, oh. literally, <laughs> like literally, you season was- four ended like. Oh, okay. 
Actually, the episode before the season finale, it was, oh. And then how they played it, <laughs> then how they played it back to then end the season finale, it was like, <laughs> so that's the, that's the beauty. That, that has been my reaction. Yeah. That has been my reaction after every episode ends. Yeah. like, hmm. Sopranos really, Sopranos is one of my favorite series. Yeah, it's um, like, it's it just, it gives me the want for them to go back and um, adapt The Godfather into a series. Yeah. And really go back and stretch it into, um, go back to 1933. So 1933 is really when Vito's reign like really is at its mm. it's getting to its height so when Sonny first finds out what's going on with the family um that type of effect so then it leads on because really when you get to the first godfather he's pretty much close to retirement so they're right. still like because it starts off in 45 so you're missing 12 years so i wish i would hope that if they do decide to do that godfather as a series would really focus on Vito and his actual reign and then when the sons all find out what he does because mm. there's a there's a story to be told about when because in the book when Sonny finds out like Sonny's like all in <laughs> like Jesus. really all in like the, the book's really if there's some shit in the book there yeah there's no way in I mean, hell. not even in 2020 if they were to make the godfather there's no way things in that there's certain things in that book would ever be allowed in the film. Hmm. Like it's it has very to be graphic. A it, has oh, to be a, it has to be a series. Godfather yeah. can be a series. Yeah, it most definitely can. If it's if they can really do it, yeah. it can be a series. Yeah, I'm sure. If, I'm sure if somebody was like, "Yo, I want to do the Godfather," and they had the reputation, and they could go to one of these companies, I'm sure the company's like, "Yo, just tell us how much you need on the check." Right <laughs> that's that's that what Dave Chappelle wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, out of the subway. Hey. Cause uh, before I went on the air, before we got on the air, I remember I was seeing it. Like I saw on Twitter, it said boycott Chappelle show, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I saw it. I didn't really think much of it. I mean, boycott no black man. <laughs> boycott no black man. <laughs> bullshit is that? Bullshit is this? Fuck is this? So because I was show. Chappelle show. Because I was because I was watching Chappelle show on Netflix, and I was watching it on HBO Max. I was like, "Oh shit!" I have the DVDs, but I'm like, "Oh, you know what? You are right. I don't mean to cut you off, but you are right. What in that?" Remember when he was first doing the stand-ups and everybody was getting offended? Yeah. And they were like, boycott everything Chappelle. Remember we came on here and we were like, man, fuck that. Now we watch the Chappelle show. We watched everything Chappelle just to say fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I thought it was when I saw that. I thought there, I was like, oh, he dropped something and they're pissed off again. Yeah. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 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 So I was kind of just like, okay, whatever. So I was really about to go on. I, I, I didn't know. I wasn't even going to bring it up until I saw a fucking tweet that said Chappelle just dropped an 18-minute fucking stand-up set on Instagram, on his Instagram. I was like, ah, shit, what did he say now? And it was philosopher Dave Chappelle. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and pretty much in everything he, he broke down, he pretty much said that Comedy Central is not paying him for the Chappelle. When he left his contract for those two seasons after the Chappelle show, he didn't get paid. I mean, he only got paid the amount, but he didn't really get paid like that. So it's in syndication right now, and he is not getting paid for them using his name and his likeness and everything. So, in a nutshell, he's pretty much telling everyone to boycott the Chappelle show. If you see it streaming on Netflix, take it off. Well, pretty much that's what he told Netflix, because Netflix is paying him a whole lot of money. So he (laughs) called up Netflix and said, hey, I don't like that. And Netflix was like, okay, we we don't either. It's gone. And how I know it's gone. <laughs> we don't either. Because <laughs> how I know it was gone, because I checked Netflix. 
earlier this morning before I was getting, when I was getting ready for work, and I was like, I was just watching Chappelle's show last night. Like, they took it off. Oh, that's weird. And then Dave, and then JC just sent just sent a fucking alert, and he was like, "Oh, Dave Chappelle asked to take it off because he wasn't getting paid." And I just brought back to the SNL sketch when he was like, "Oh yeah, like my I'm not getting paid for having Chappelle's show on Netflix right now." And I was just like, oh, I thought he was just saying it as like a little passing joke, but he meant that shit. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> and pretty much in a nutshell, he even said like, yeah, I kind of want to bring the show back too, but I can't do it because Comedy Central still has my name attached to the um, fucking contract and I can't use my name or likeness. So yeah, I'm going to take that shit back. That's pretty much what he said. Pretty much this Viacom and everything. Cause that shit is on fucking, what's it called? Called them out by name too. Yeah, because it's on V. Because Viacom owns fucking VH1, Comedy Central, MTV, all that shit that shows his shit. Do they own HBO or is that no, its own? No. HBO is its own. Interview. Okay, for sure. Another thing that was funny, he said that he pitched the show to HBO and HBO mm-hmm. told him fuck out of here, and now it's getting streamed on HBO Max. Interesting how that works. <laughs> you feel me? So we'll see how that shit works. Dave Chappelle gave us what two fucking? Well, actually, this is his third fucking stand up. First it was eight forty it was eight forty six. Mm-hmm. Then it was the fucking SNL monologue, I guess. Uh, and that was sixty minutes of Dave Chappelle stand up. Alright, I'll give you that. And then this shit. It's called Unforgiven. That's what it was called. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that is what it was called. Huh? Yeah, it's called Unforgiven. Came up at the end and shit. Yeah, so he gave us three stand ups in twenty twenty. I could yell it, but I have a kinda kind of a sore throat, but Dave Chappelle keeps it real. What do you want to say, JC? No, it just Dave is Dave. Like I said, he he teaches that line between comedian and philosopher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he does it well, too. Yeah. And he was dead the fuck serious, yeah. too. It just reminded me when um, Chris Rock ended his show on HBO, which I which is not on HBO Max. He probably put some on that contract where said, don't even put this shit on no syndication or nothing. But... Chris Rock said, I remember he said on Oprah when he was gonna when the show when he was ending the show, Oprah asked him, Well, why are you ending the show? And he said flat out, I'm ending the show because it isn't fun no more. Like when I started the show, I did it because it was fun. I had my friends with me, I was just doing, you know, we were just doing shit. So then when it got the show started getting very, very successful and I was winning Emmys and shit, all of a sudden my friends started like leaving the show, and then a lot of corporate people started showing up. And then he said, I was no, I was looking around, and I'm seeing all these people there, and I'm like, nah, I don't like this. So I just ended the shit before they could completely take the shit over. And I was like, hmm. And that just reminded me, when I when I started watching Chappelle's show, I knew the show hit its peak after the Rick James sketch. I knew the show hit its peak, and I was like, this show's not going to last long. Like, something's telling me, like, this show's not. I told people this, and people looked at me like I was crazy. Like, I was like, what do you mean it's not going to last long? This is shit telling funny. I'm like, this ain't going to last long. Something's going to happen, and he's going to quit. Lo and behold, he went to fucking Africa. <laughs> called him a crackhead in the process. Yeah, he called him crazy for doing it until he explained why he did it. Because he did that little pixie sketch and he saw them white folks laughing. I mean, it is kind of crazy to turn down that much money, though, too. You know what I mean? Like He didn't want to get bought. I, I get it. I understand mm-hmm. that fully. Don't get me wrong. But I mean... From $51 million. My, yeah, my perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would... I'm not... I don't know how far I would go to take that money. But I'm saying... It'd be hard to turn down the way he did. Yeah, and replace him with Carlos Mancia. Shit, that's what they did. Yeah, that's Chappelle show went. They got Carlos Mancia. He was shucking and jiving. I forgot all about that shit. Yeah, he was shucking and jiving. I knew exactly what that was when they brought him in. I'm like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> yeah. They tried it. And then Keen Pill. I mean, that shit was funny. For like, what, two seasons? But, uh, and another... I never sh- watched Keen Pill. Yeah, me neither. Or it's like a few on. episodes. They were funny. I've only seen like the little sketches and shit that come up like on Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And another... Oh, another thing. Y'all watch that Kevin Hart stand up? No. Nope. Man, I I can't believe I'm saying this. I turned that on. I didn't laugh once. Not one time. Oh, so you're catching on. All right, for sure. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I, I'll be honest with you. I I never thought he was all that funny, dog. Like, I never thought Kevin Hart was all, all that funny. All his stand-ups, I've always chuckled and laughed at like at least all of his shit. This one, I didn't laugh once. Maybe a little, eh. And that was it. <laughs> but I didn't really flat out laugh once, and I was like, "Oh damn, this wasn't this wasn't it, Kev." And it was called what's it called? No fucks given. And it looked like he was he, he was giving a fuck. He <laughs> was trying too hard. That's what it kind of felt like. <laughs> he was trying to do his best Dave Chappelle in a way because he <clears> filmed <throat> it in the bottom of his big ass mansion house, and you know all social distance. But I was like, "Damn, this house is that big? He could just pull the whole stand up." I guess. Fuck it. Why Fuck not? Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably give it a watch, but... That's like for the first time. Like, I never did that. I've never that's done that. crazy. I've that's never a, done that on like Kevin Hart's I've been special. like that for like the last few. Mm. What about you, Jay-Z? Have you ever really like, huh, like didn't laugh? No. I I just know how to consume uh, Kevin Hart material. I mean, I know so how to consume. Yeah, but. Like, but I, I, a lot of people will tell me like, nah, Kevin Hart's just not funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then for the most part, every time I ask why, they always name and list reasons that would that just go against who he is as a comedian and his style. Yeah, so it's like, well, you're looking for something that's not there. Yeah. So I know what his style is. It's he uses his family as the clutch, his crutch. No, I won't even say his crutch. He uses them as the source of yeah, the material. Yeah, yeah. About. <laughs> so really, when you just get into the family element, you just kind of imagine. The fucked up shit that your family does that's funny mm-hmm. it's easily to relate and you laugh off of it so over the years it's become less like I tune in less and less just because he's become a bigger Hollywood star yeah but overall I, I always did get the Kevin Hart comic like his style yeah I got it he's funny to me that's the thing though like for me personally mm-hmm. I agree with you that's like when he was coming up that's what drew me to his shit yeah. you know what I mean but the more it, it seems like the more and more bigger he gets the more he, he becomes disconnected almost to me mm, you know what I'm saying yeah, it, just, it doesn't yeah. work like my personal taste in comedy it doesn't quite work for me like that yeah. you know what I mean yeah, but this is the first time this has ever happened I watched all his stand-ups and all of them had me laughing this one did not have me laughing but well, they didn't do it in, the, in his crib or something like that yeah this one yeah it was in the bottom of his it was like the I guess his basement I guess mm-hmm. And it, it, it just, his basement looks like a damn house. That's that's how rich that nigga is. Oh, rich motherfucker. <laughs> rich as shit. Goddamn. But I know. <laughs> Speaking of shit, the Grammy nominations came out. So. Speaking of shit. Speaking of shit. You're I, relying on that white man's award. That white man award. That BT awards. And I've always. I didn't really care until JC like, hit up the. The rap part, so let's get to the rap part, because that's, that's, that's a hip-hop array. Yeah. For best rap album, the nominations are Nas's, King's Dead. I mean, King's, King's Disease. Disease. Why did I say King's Dead? The fuck? Kendrick. What? Kendrick. 
Oh. That's why. <laughs> I'm trying to go to the fucking shit right now. Best R&B. No, not best R&B. Bitch, I don't want best R&B. Uh, Jay Electronica, Jay-Z album. The, <laughs> best rap album. Well, Jay-Z's mixtape got nominated. Yeah. Jay Electronica, written <laughs> testimony. Shit. King's Disease. Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. Alfredo. Whoa, good crack. Royce the Five Nine, the allegory. I was that was that really had me surprised. And you know who else got nominated? People. Who? 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 <laughs> D Smoke. No. Black Habits. At first, when JC salute D Smoke. That too. Yeah. No, no, no. But first, when JC said it, because I was working, I saw the nomination. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't be giving my credit away, dog. Oh, you sent it. Yeah. On my fault. Yeah, Mar- <laughs> my fault. <laughs> when Martin sent it, I saw it. I saw Freddie Gibbs. I saw Jay Electronica. I saw all that. Like, oh, that's cool. So then I was like, because I was working. So then when I had time, I really looked at it. And I was like, who's that? I was like, is that? Of course! <laughs> and I was waiting for it too. I'm not lying. As soon as I said that shit, I was like, here comes the of course. Here comes the of course. These ones. Was <laughs> it good. wasn't even the first message that I was expecting it to be right away. I thought, yeah. Right away. You know what I mean? As soon as you've seen the shit, it was yeah. like, it was over. These smokes music was everywhere. That's why it made it's. I know you're saying, like, of course. <clears throat> yeah. It's just, it's a I, joke now. <laughs> it's funny yeah, but I get it because I did for the amount of times that I, we were allowed outside I did hear his music everywhere like NBA was running his shit all the time going into commercial break yeah. when they were on yeah. ESPN and ABC Definitely. Um, I heard a couple of his songs while protesting they were playing that I remember when the protests were being covered on media um, and outlets like BT and all that they mm. would play the music mm. he had a role in the BT awards with his performance like mm-hmm. he his music was everywhere everywhere so yeah. people on Twitter weren't talking about it yeah his I mean, music was everywhere it's just a reminder there's a world outside of Twitter right yeah no definitely definitely so and I think- people people on Twitter could be shocked about it but I I saw that and it, that one wasn't surprising to me it was Jay-Z's mixtape that surprised me <laughs> yeah no definitely but back to D-Smoke though dude like I feel like if his shit would have came out just a little bit later, mm-hmm. it probably would have connected a little bit differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. it just dropped, dropped in January, soon. right? Like February. Yeah. It's January or February. It's one of the two. Just like, a it literally little started bit in February. It was February. Yeah, had that shit dropped, like, right. And I don't want to say, oh, he, you know, it would have been better to drop this around, you know, Black Plight. Yeah. yeah. That, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. yeah that's but exactly what I was saying. If the too. circumstances had, you know, mm-hmm. had played aligned. Yeah. And he had dropped around that time. It would have worked. His music would have just that would have been a focal point. Oh, for sure. Um, his music resonated with what was going on for. I don't even want to say that period of time. It's still going on. His music just resonated with civil unrest. Yes, yeah. and it's, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Like he's not that. We we said this. He. You said, uh, Busby, that Kendrick. if you wanted to listen to Kendrick, you would just listen to Kendrick. Mm, yeah. But this just proves that. Oh yeah. He's, he's Kendrick. No, no, he's not Kendrick. <laughs> no. <They're> just, <laughs> you walk right into that. They're, they're, no, it just proves that they're cut from the same cloth, yeah, which means their music is real and authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And relatable. It's and relatable, very relatable too, yeah. yeah. It's relatable to those who you know, like, from come from uh, like where yeah, we come but, from. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying like that. And who knows? He came from a Netflix show, a little old Netflix show. 
Hmm. Who would have thought? Man, get over that shit. Never. You, you know he came from TDE. Yeah. All wait, right. wait. Nudge, we, we nudge. All, we all know we this all shit know, now. We all know, Dave. All right. Get, <laughs> we get know. We know. I know. <laughs> but I'm rooting for Nas. Like, part of me, I'm rooting for Nas because this will, if he wins, it will be his first ever Grammy. That would be tight. It would be Freddie Gibbs' first ever Grammy. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards Gibbs. Good crack, good crack. Royce the yeah. 5'9", that, that's his, that, that's his, this is his first, like... Nomination, right? Solo, like, as a solo Damn, artist. That's crazy. D Small, man, J Electronica, I mean, whatever. I like the album, so... <laughs> See, you know how I feel about that shit. Yeah, no. Anyway, for best rap performance, we got Big Sean, Nipsey... The baby, Jack Hollow, little baby, the bigger picture. Mace. We gotta break down the songs. I know, man. Oh, I'm my just fault. Reading out names. Like, reading out okay, names. Okay, like, my fault. Fuck? My fault. Okay, okay. My apologies, people. Run it back. <laughs> Run that shit back. Anyway, best rap performance is Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle with Deep Reverence. The baby, Bop. I was like, damn, that song's that old already. Bop came out yeah. last. Damn, that's yeah. wild. Yeah. Jack nah. Harlow, what's popping? Little baby, the bigger picture. Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, the Savage remix, and Pop Smoke, Dior. Come on, shout out to Pop Smoke. And I'm, I gotta say, man, we give the Grammys a lot of shit. They got that. They did get, category. They got they got perfect. the rap shit, yeah, right? Like that one in particular. Mm-hmm. Like there's like you know the albums we we're talking about. There's a few of them that are kind of eh, whatever, yeah. maybe maybe not. That shit, that to me, that sounds perfect. Now for the Drake Award, that's what I'm gonna call it. The best melodic rap performance. That's what they call it now. It's <laughs> not best rap song, but best melodic. The Travis Scott Award, I guess. You mean the Bell of All Award? I guess. The Baby featuring Roddy Rich, Rockstar. Drake and Lil Dirk, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Anderson Pack, Lockdown. Alright. <laughs> Lockdown. He was rapping on that. Thought he was singing. Who? Uh, Anderson Pack on Lockdown. Which one was Lockdown again? It dropped after the one when the pandemic like first started. That was his, the. I hate calling it protest songs, but that yeah. was the one where... Yeah, it was a yeah. pro... Yeah. Yeah, it had, it had moments. Yeah. Uh, your boy, Roddy Rich the Box. Yeah, it's the second time you said his name in this one category. I know, twice. <laughs> and Travis Scott, highest in the room. Definitely melodic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Best R&B album. This is, I'm kind of low-key mad about this, but whatever. Aunt Clemens, happy to be here. Um, Gavin, this is an album? Best R&B album. That Aunt Clemens, I know I haven't spoken about it because I I've heard good every time I went to speak, something else would drop. Mm-hmm. That Aunt Clemens album, that deserves a nomination. Okay. It's, yeah, um, it's really good. Gavion, Take Time. Hmm. Luke James, To Feel Love. John Legend, Bigger Love. And Gregory Porter, All Rise. The reason why I'm saying this is low-key, I'm low-key kind of mad about this because Kalani wasn't on that list. There's no women on there, period. No women, period. Mm. JoJo, Kalani, Tiana Taylor, who had arguably the best R&B albums this year. They weren't on this. On, on, they weren't on that. But, <laughs> when did Snow Allegra drop? Was she on last year's? She didn't get nominated at all. She got snubbed. Yeah, Snow Allegra. Even, last year, uh, even yeah. last year, she got snubbed. Yeah. Best progressive R&B album. That's fucking... Right. Gina Akko... Chalumbo, um, Chloe and Haley, Ungodly Hour, Free Nationals, Free Nationals, Robert Gasparro, Fuck Your Feelings, and Thundercat, It Is What It Is. I guess most, most progressive, best progressive is the fucking, what's it called? The shit that Jay-Z and what, Beyonce won for last year? The progressive album? Yeah, but it was urban contemporary back then. Now it's best progressive yeah. R&B. Uh, I, like I don't know what the fuck they be talking about, man. They like, just make yeah, it up shit. I don't know what the fuck that is or what it's supposed to be. But, but anyway, I like Free gonna... Nationals in it. But I'm going to get to the main <laughs> coup de gras of this shit. Well, Chloe and Haley are part of that one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna go to like the the big time award shit now. Uh, best new artist, D Smoke's nominated for that. Mm. Doja Cat's nominated for that. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no man, these are my sound effects. Like, I'm confused. I'm not mad. She's nominated. Why is she nominated now? That's what I'm saying. I know. K Tron. What's her name? K Tron does nominated, and Megan Thee Stallion. And there's like a few other ones called Chica. Oh, Chica. Chica's nominated. That's that, cool. That one female rapper. Yeah, yeah. But, wait. Megan is on there too? For Best New Artist, yep. See, I don't know, man. I get it. She just dropped again, her debut. Uh, again, whatever, uh, but I, I don't she know how that works. She debut album around that time period. Again, she, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. She dropped Hella Eat. eat I, I don't, that part, I don't get. Like, her, and Doja Cat. Mm. Let me, I'm not trying to leave nobody out. Those shits don't make sense to me. Yeah, I know. Doja Cat been like doing the moo shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, moo. So, anyway, <laughs> you know so what I'm... I mean? And Megan, I mean, come on, dog. Yeah. This is already what her third year in the game, basically. How's that new? I, I don't know. Whatever. Song of the year: Beyonce, Black Parade. Your boy, Roddy Rich. <laughs> I want to say your boy, like the Bay Area dude. <laughs> your boy, Roddy Rich, with the box. I mean, obviously, Taylor Swift, Cardigan, Post Malone, Circles. Uh, Duet Lupe, Don't Start Now, Billy Eilish, Everything I Wanted, Her, I Can't Breathe, and J.P. Sachs featuring Julia Michaels, If the World Was Ending. Have y'all heard that shit? No. No, mm-hmm. either. No. Yeah, that was, that was song of the year. I was like, all right. R- album of the year. This one had me shocked. Gina Ako Chalumbo got nominated for album of the year. Hmm. I was like. I understand that. Huh? I understand that one. I get I get it too, but I was like, there was other R&B albums that were better than that, but Whatever. Again, that's what that it just goes back to what I was saying. Um, I know Kalani makes more uh, her music is I Art. guess more appeasing to the ear just because she has a stronger vocal. Mm-hmm. But Janae Aiko just has. I feel it was her strongest album. I'll give you that one. Like she just she just reaches. She yeah. has a different reach. Yeah, yeah like her you know reach, what I'm saying? Like, she yeah. has a wider reach. Right. So when, definitely. And again, I don't hold the Grammys to like the standard because they're out of touch yeah. By, yeah. by a lot. This, is her, this is her first time sure. ever yeah. nominated for album. What I'm yeah. saying is like yeah. when you don't see Kalani, but Janae's nominated several times, this is what I was speaking on, which mm. was, you know, yeah. that reach. Black Puma, I guess their self-titled album, the Deluxe Edition, got mm. nominated for get the Deluxe. Coldplay, Everyday Life, Jacob Collar, Do, um, Do Jesse, Volume 3, Ham, Women in Music, Part 3, Dulipe, Future Nostalgia, Post Malone, Hollywood's Bleeding. And we talked about that album last year, right? Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty a, good it last was year. It was an amazing album. We yeah, just, last year. Yeah, but but it probably, dropped after the, the, the deadline. deadline for yeah. last year. And Taylor Swift, Fort Worth. And Taylor Swift. Of course, Taylor Swift is going to be nominated for this. Right. Hopefully, she owns that shit. beats her. (laughs) And the winner is Scooter Braun. Folklore. What? I own your masters, bitch. Own your masters, bitch. And then record of the year, Beyonce. I guess guess they hold record of the year, like the highest one, I guess. I guess. Record of the year, Beyonce. Again, Beyonce's on this shit tough this year. Black Parade. She always is. I heard she's heard... Um and two other people they got the most nominations. They're tied for three way for most nominations. I think oh, her and shit, Megan. Okay. Her and Megan, I think. Megan's on there like three times. Let me see. While you're reading that, I'll Yeah, yeah. Me. Black uh, Beyonce, Black Parade, Black Pumas, Colors, The Baby featuring Roddy Rich, Rockstar. Doja Cat, Say So, Billy Eilish, Everything I Wanted, Do Do Lipe, Don't Start Now, Post Malone Circles, and Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, Savage. Just called Savage, not the remix, it's Savage. It's just all of them. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's record of the year. Beyonce got Megan Thee Stallion a fucking a Grammy nomination. Huh. Couple. A few. Yeah. For so, yeah, that's that's pretty much a nutshell. Y'all can look up the rest. I ain't gonna read the rest. So, so thoughts, people. It says Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and Dua Lipa. Or yeah, Lipa. Dua Lipa. Yeah. Yeah, they all lead the the nominations. Tell us. Her just put out that she's gotten thirteen over three years, so she's thankful. <laughs> Beyonce, they said she has like the most nominations from a female ever, or some shit. I don't even think Black. I mean, Black Parade was cool, but I don't think they get all them damn nominations. I was like, God damn, I guess. Visuals, man. She didn't even do a visual for that out for that song. I know, but I'm saying the visuals of for Black, Black is King. Is, yeah. Right. Mm. That's not even. I don't even. That's nominated. I didn't go all the way down on the nominations. I think Black is King is nominated for some visual. Yeah, visual shit probably. Yeah. For best visual video, or whatever. But yeah, shout out to Hove. <laughs> shout out to, <laughs> to Jay Electronica. Shout out to Nas. Damn, Nas against Jay Z. <laughs> best rap album. Yeah, yeah. Black is King is nominated. Jay Z, you got that right. Black is King is nominated for best music film. Yeah, she winning that. Ah, uh, yeah. Shit, who else yeah, is nominated with that? Seriously. I'm not sure. Yeah, Don't even matter. It's just all Beyonce. <laughs> it's just Beyonce versus Beyonce versus Beyonce. Yeah. Of, this, is a, this was low-key an off year for her. Beyonce in the, in the cheetah print outfit. Beyonce in the purple. <laughs> Beyonce in the red. With the other beautiful black women dancing. That's wild. Beyonce with her hair down. Like, it's just all Beyonce. It's all yeah. Beyonce. Yeah. Like, That's all was, that matters. Yeah. Like, Dr. Ivory Park shit again. It was like an off yeah. year for her too, so it was kind of just like, damn, and I'm getting nominated like that for show. It's Beyonce. It's fucking mm-hmm. Beyonce. I'm, you know, but the real reason why I'm bringing this up because there were a few snubs. There was one snub in particular that really, really surprised me, and that was the weekend. Weekend after hours didn't get one nomination, not one. Blinding Lights was by far one of, if not the biggest record of 2020. Whether you like it or not, you heard it everywhere. It did not drop off the Billboard Top 5 for months. How I know that? Because I watched it. It literally slipped from number 1 to number 3 and stayed there. (laughs) (laughs) Went nowhere else after that. Kind of went to number 4 and then went back to number 3. Like I ain't going nowhere. And now I dropped the Top 5. No, 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 I'm going to go back to number three. Like, it literally just played Seesaw with the top five. It did not go nowhere. Well, we may have an answer as to why. Why? So, this is according to TMZ. Okay. Uh, This has been published. Uh Uh-oh, breaking news, people. The weekend was faced with a tough choice. Perform the Grammys or the Super Bowl. But hammering out a deal to do both would have cost him Grammy nominations. Sources familiar with the situation tell us the weekend's team was in talks for weeks with the Grammy brass, who issued the ultimatum, us or the Super Bowl. We're told both sides eventually came to an agreement where Abel could do both, but not without negotiations getting very testy. Our sources say there's growing suspicion Abel's decision to perform at this year's Super Bowl cost him Grammy nominations because of the bitter back-and-forth talks pissed off the Grammy honcho. Oh, that's some bullshit. That's fucking trash, dog. What the yeah. fuck? Boo <laughs> this man. That's the Academy. Really? Really? He won all of them awards. He did all them videos, got his head chopped off, got fucking bullet wounds in his face. You see how he looks? Bandages all up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he put himself through <laughs> hell. And you, and you 
snubbed him? COVID and cocaine, baby. COVID and cocaine. COVID and cocaine. And you said, uh... No. Oh, you gonna support the Super Bowl? Oh, no, 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 baby. You gotta perform with us, too. But you gotta give me money. Grammy's no. politics, man. That's something. Yeah, ain't got nothing to do with the music. It's yeah. about... That is something. And you know what? It's never been more clear. Yeah. That is you know clear as yeah. Seriously. That, that was just as a fuck That's you. fucking trash, That was like the bro. ultimate fuck you to him. Like, wow. He was the first... He was like one of the artists that dropped during when the pandemic dropped. The label told him, don't drop the album. He was the first one, if I'm not mistaken. He was the literally the first one. When the pandemic God, dropped, he was damn. literally the first to drop. And, and went number one. And all those records went up. Oh, wow. That's dirty. It's just a principle. Like, really? I mean, well, in the end, they're not the Billboard Awards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what Drake was saying. That's fucking wild, bro. Drake's words sound very prophetic. Yeah. Yeah, Even though we know what was going on behind the scenes, but if that's the case on what happened... Mm. His words of when he I mean, did his acceptance sound very, very. Yeah, I mean, weekend said weekend said it. Uh, he went on his uh, Instagram and said, "Oh, y'all owe, owe me and the fans a lot more transparency." Like, nah, tell them, tell people the reason why I'm not on there because I wouldn't want to. I didn't want to play fair with you. That's that bullshit. Not like I'm not saying he should have won a lot of them. He could have just nominated them and then snubbed them, <laughs> but just not to recognize them at all. Just pretend he didn't exist. At least you got that Nickelodeon nomination. Hey. I can't feel my face in front of nine-year-olds. That was an accomplishment. <laughs> nah, I think City I don't know which one was better, them or him or City Girls. Oh, Megan getting nominated. Oh, my God. <laughs> Didn't the baby get a nom, too? Yeah. Jeez. I think the baby can kind of Did Coolio ever get nah. nominated for Nickelodeon Awards? I think he did. Who got, no- let's, who got nominated for Nickelodeon Awards? I know Tupac did. Because that might, we might have to discuss that. I think Tupac did once. And I know it because I saw it vividly when I was a kid. It was after he died. And I remember I, the Kids' Choice Awards was just on at my grandma's house. And he, he, it was for Best Artist or whatever. And they showed a clip from the How Do You Want It video. And they said, the winner is Tupac. And his little nieces and nephew went up there to accept his award. Because, you know, he was in Cuba. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that footage is ever out there, but I just I always want to I always want to know. I think Coolio got nominated. Just the, the musician <laughs> nominated for like Gangsters Paradise or some <laughs> shit, some, like. or probably for something for best because, artist. Oh shit! Because I've always been fascinated. I've always been fascinated about that ever since Ice Cube went on all that and performed We Be Clubbing with some kids. Yeah, I didn't. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, man, Nas was on there did um, Street Dreams. <laughs> Thank God you didn't do the remix. <laughs> Shit. You can't find it? No, I'm not showing me anything. I know The Weeknd got nominated for Can't Feel My Face. Yeah. I know City Girls got nominated. City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion and The Baby got nominated. That's why I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> I don't feel like. They had the Migos perform. Uh, Migos can be for kids. What? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> if he, I could see them on Nickelodeon for some what? reason. I don't know why. I could just see it in the kitchen, wrist twisted like stir fry. Yeah, <laughs> Mama told me not to sell work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can see. I can see the Migos. I can like, see the Migos being the hyenas and Lion King, but anything yeah. that's really like there'll be some lazy ass hyenas. They're just chill. <laughs> no, that'd be takeoff. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still upset that the, they weren't the hyenas in the, oh, the live. Like, just, could you imagine them just in the stampede? 
Skr, 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 oh my skr. god. Scoot, scoot, scoot. Yeah, like, come on, man. Migo, Migo's oh. got some of the best skier. Mama! Mama! Simba! Mama! Scar! Scar! That's Scar. Stop! Yeah, no, they, they dropped the ball with that. But, you know, apparently Migo's did um, a medley. At the Kids' Choice Awards? Kids' Choice Awards. Ugh. Wow. This was back in... This was last year. What songs did they do? <laughs> it's like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said Migos is for the children. They said they performed Walk It, Talk It. <laughs> then they whipped up and did Stir Fry. <laughs> then they did Pure Water. I can see them. Like, I can I see can them see making none one. of these songs say children. <laughs> they can no. try to. They can try to. You know, edit it for kids. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, respect to them. Like I would. You know. I, you know. I fuck like with the Migos. Walk it. Like so it. That, I can't believe I missed that moment. But still, just come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Megan gonna be on there. Yeah. Nikki. I think Nikki got nominated. But Nikki's mainstream, so I can see her getting nominated. See, Nelly on uh, Nickelodeon makes sense. Yeah. Nelly? Nelly makes sense. Yeah. yeah. LL Cool J that being does. on Nickelodeon. As much as, I, as, much as yep. Chance has been rubbing me the wrong way, Chance, makes, Chance sense. Definitely makes, makes sense. tons of sense. Chance hosted the damn awards. Oh, yeah. shit. That makes yeah. perfect sense. I can see Donald Glover hosting the shit. Yeah. Who else could. Who else? What other rapper I can see hosting the shit? One, Drake. I can see Drake hosting the Kids' Choice Awards. Mm. I know you hate him, but he's. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that that would just add more to the. I was going him bringing his son out. <laughs> yeah, in All the right. audience. Yeah. See him getting slimed and shit. All right. And it was just pushing teeth. I can actually stood. see Drake hosting that. I told actually you, doing yeah. A, I actually just, doing a pretty fucking good job with that. Now I'm thinking about host. it. He's a good host. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just how he acts at the Raptors games. like And that during yeah. the fucking yeah. ESPN yeah. shits. Yeah, I can see him on that. No, definitely. Yeah. Now his bag's probably... his. Yeah, requests. they probably can't. They gotta pay yeah. him a. He, like, he has to do it as a favor if you want him. He has to, to get a piece of the company, yeah. bro. Like, what are you it's talking like about? It's like, <laughs> it's like Freddie Gibbs said, Gary can't afford to pay Mike a fucking note. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if what's his name, Freddie Gibbs wins this, if he wins for best rap album, he'd be like the second nigga from Gary Indiana to win a Grammy. If I can even think about it, first Gary rapper. Yeah, for sure. First Gary rapper, yeah. And the second Gary. You no, know he's putting out. He put out his. Um, his uh, medicinal line too. Wait, what? Freddie Gibbs got weed. Really? Good crap. I had no idea. It's called good crap. Seriously? I'm yeah. dead ass serious. Uh, if you follow him on Instagram, yeah. Oh my god, his Instagram. Do you know his story on like why he says that? Nah. Because he talks about just how you know he came up, but he always it's like that's his running joke, which is um, he goes, yeah, man, world was simple when there was good crap. <laughs> <laughs> Wild, so it's like it's like it's this it's turning to a running joke that's now turning yeah. to profit. Like yeah, he's LLC that bitch. It's a good crack. <laughs> I do want to try that. Jay Z done like linked up with like the fucking superpowers of crack of marijuana. I mean, marijuana. <laughs> like Rock Nation, like they're all under this big ass umbrella. Yeah, were, like, even they cookies just... too gonna be up there. No, uh, no, no they ain't a part of Jay Z. Nah, they're on their own. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, nah, Jay Z linked up with a fucking conglomerate. Now he's like the chief. Uh, the fuck is his title? It's, it's something where Chief I'm like, operating it's like, like the CVO. It's isn't it tree, ugh, Chief Brand Strategist? No, it's it's CVO. Yeah, it's, that's why I was, I was like, what the fuck is a CVO? Seriously, you I know, in wrestling, in wrestling, I learned shit up for Jay Z. You feel me, <laughs> Dog, Chief Hove. Yeah. <laughs> his name, his, 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 you know, his what's, what's called his position. He's Hove. 
That's the position. H O V. It's H O V. It's not C. It's not yeah, C-O. Right? It's H O V. I am Hove. You know, wrestling. I'm Chief with... Visionary Officer. That makes sense. All the days made it up for him. Yeah, yeah that sounds. Jay Z will join the parent company. Um, was this TPCO Holding Corporation? Um, he will serve as Chief Visionary Officer to guide brand strategy. And the parent company, Social Equity Ventures, a corporate venture fund investing in black-owned and minority-owned cannabis businesses. Good for him. Yeah. Good for I learned all, all my fucking business, like the business vernacular, like the vocabulary through wrestling. I know what a CEO is because of wrestling. I know what a commissioner is because of wrestling. I know what a fucking, what's it called, general manager is because of wrestling. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know all that from basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. owner. Yeah. Or fucking CEO, CFO. What's it called? COO. Like, I was like, oh, okay. There was a point where... Um, all they do is make matches. When I was younger, <laughs> we were... Was I in... Yeah, I was in middle school. I was either any elementary or I was just getting into middle school. Either way, at, um, at church, they had to pull me from the stage because... They had a contest for, I think, Harlem Globetrotter tickets. And they had um, everybody to go on as a contestant. They had a name, like, NBA Trivia. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Damn, when it, got to the, when it got to me naming NBA arenas, how they were sponsored and shit, they're like, mm-hmm. nah, JC, get off the stage now. Like, you, you can, we'll just, we'll get an extra ticket for you to go, but you gotta get off the stage now. <laughs> like, like, wow. This shit ain't even fair. It's not like, fair. Like, when they were like, where did the Minnesota Timberwolves play? And everybody was like this, and I was Target like, Center. Target Center? <laughs> yeah. Nah, uh, your yeah, ass yeah. was like LeBron in game six, just like, oh, NBA. Mm. <laughs> it was, yeah, nah, they was like, nah, you gotta, come on, just, just come on. Like, <laughs> you gotta give everybody, yeah, 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 nah, bro. Anyway. That shit was funny. Music dropped. <laughs> like we always, like it always does, and um, as we, when we went off the air last year, last week, I was gonna say last year. What? <laughs> last week, a bunch of music dropped, so we gonna start with Megan the Stallion. Good news. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I didn't really listen to it. Yeah. So, you know, I heard little bits and pieces, thanks to y'all. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. You do the good, I've talked about the bad. Go on, Jason. <laughs> you got the good. You I, got the news. Good. I, I don't really want to, like... Oh, you don't even want to go deep? No, 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 no. I, I do, but this really isn't... This is your album talking about. Oh, it's mid. The end. That's what I said. He you... gives you the floor and you say, oh, yeah. it's mid. I mean, you start I'm this talk off. Yeah. I mean, to me... I wanted to like it. I really did, but it was just typical Megan. And at this point, this is who she is. I'm not trying to make her be anything else. It's just like, some tracks were good. Like, Shots Fired, her response to fucking Tory Lanez. I mean, it was needed, I guess, but it should not have... It would have with an album called Good News, Shots Fired shouldn't have been, should not have been the first track. It should have been like a bonus track. Definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. It should, or maybe the last track at the very, very end just to set the tone. Like, oh, I didn't forget about you, little nigga. Mm-hmm. I would have just used that as a promo. That too, like on a, YouTube. Like a Lucy promo. Yeah. Literally put that out exactly if you start the countdown for mm-hmm. the album dropping. Literally, once she made the announcement... Hey, you know, the good news announcement. Mm-hmm. Drop that as a standalone so everybody yeah. can have the buzz and then... Then drop the album. Yeah, yeah like like an old school street singer. Yeah, exactly. Cir- Circles was cool with the Jasmine Sullivan um, sample. That was cool. Uh, her and the baby just need to drop an EP together because now it's like, I guess, it's redundant to, the, to that point. Uh, do it on the tip for City Girls. I mean, 
It's typical of that. And <laughs> Freaky Girls. <laughs> Freaky Girls featuring SZA. That was the strongest song on this album. I'll tell you that right now. That was that was pretty good. I'll, I'll admit that. That was the strongest shit. Then from On the Way Down, Intercourse was cool. Go Crazy with Big Sean and 2 Chains was all right. Don't Walk Me to Sleep. Nah, I don't want to hear that shit ever again. Like, it was her hmm. pop joint and she was trying to sing and shit. Nah. And oh, that then, was like Starships. I don't, I don't, nah, don't ever disrespect that. It's not Starships. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was supposed to be, but it didn't come close. It didn't, uh, okay, yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah. And then Outside was cool. And then the rest are just pretty much the Savage remakes and Girls in the Hood and Don't Stop with Young Thug. Those were just pretty much bonus tracks at this point. But to me, it was just typical. It was just typical Megan. Like, I've heard her rap this way on Sugar. Earlier this year, I heard it on Fever. I heard it on her other albums. What was the other album that Tina dropped? Tina Snow. Uh, yeah, Tina Snow. I kind of well, not nah, Tina Snow actually shits on this. To be honest, damn. Yeah, and I like uh, Tina Snow. I love that shit. This shit, it's alright. It's like it, this is supposed to be her debut album. This is the one that matters, and this is it. So, I want to start my critique off by saying first and foremost, I understand that this album is not for me. Mm. So. I, I just want to get that out the way. Uh, the first four tracks on here definitely are typical Megan. Definitely sounds very like the mixtapes um, besides Circles. Circles was a nice flip to that beat, and she ran with it. Even Do It On The Tip with City Girls, I felt it was like, all right, this is it's it's good enough, but it doesn't really push the envelope. But as soon as she got to Sugar Baby, I was like, oh, why didn't you just move these tracks up? Mm. <laughs> because the stretch she had from Sugar Baby to Body was, I was like, oh, these are album records. These, are, This is good. This is quality. Should have started the album with Sugar Baby. That's what I was, yeah, no, Sh- Sugar Baby caught me off guard because I forgot what she said in the song. But I was on the freeway, and when she said it, I like, I did that Jim Halpert look to the camera. And I just started laughing, and I was like, that's fucking hilarious. And it was like, right when I was starting to come down, like, all right, this typical Meg, she said it, and it, like, literally brought me, I was like, okay, Mm. fuck with it. And then she got into a movie with Lil Durk. It was a nice collab. I was like, Durk brought that album mode out of her, so she she had that. And then, of course, Freaky... um, Freaky Girls Yeah, Freaky Girls with SZA, with that having the Adina Howard sample, produced by Juicy J. Juicy J has... So he produced that. He produced Work That, and then he produced Outside. It's not a coincidence that those three tracks are the ones that I've seen get the most praise, not only from people on social media, but off the platforms, too. Pretty much at this point. I've seen seen a lot of people praise those. So that's something I take note of, where it's like, okay, she has a strong chemistry with, with Juicy J, where he's able to bring something out of her that not necessarily that the other producers can't because I mean she had Cool and Dre on here she yeah. had a bunch of other producers nah, she that had were some dope producers some strong producers yeah the credits, I for was like, sure fuck so it's not that they're not good enough he just has a tie to her where he seems to know what it is to get it out of her right mm-hmm. because while Busby says Freaky Girls was the, the best track for him. I believe work that was one of those standouts because what's new it kind of teetered downward and then work that came up which is the rodeo uh, sample, sample mm-hmm. from uh, juvenile. juvenile and I that caught me off guard in a positive way it was like whoa wait <coughs> damn okay she could get that she could hit that 
And then Outside kicked in, which is... Granted, there's 17 tracks on here, but Outside really is the, the final track yeah. of the project. Because the last three are really just bonus tracks. So there's something that Juicy J has where I would like to see him in the future serve as maybe like a creative director. Is that like a producer? Depending on how her contract is set up, he might not be able to have that official title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say just as long as he's either the lead producer or he's the create creative director. That he's guiding Something her. where he's he's her, he's her he's her studio coach. Mm-hmm. Right. Where he can get it because there's like he's her like Dr. Her, Dre. Like her no yeah. idea yeah. pretty much. Yeah, because like no yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's just stuff on here where I'm like Again, those first four tracks, I'm like, why didn't you spread those out throughout the project? Not necessarily saying they that spread them out would have made them instantly. Okay, now this sounds so much better. These are good because I still feel those are she could have those are demo mixtape type sounding songs out mm. outside of circles. She could have spread the fucking three bonus tracks on the album too. Like she could have incorporated them. I wouldn't even said that because I mean, for, now that. When you understand that there's 14 tracks and the other three are bonus tracks, I'm fine with that. The reason why I say that is because that's what Cardi did. That's why I was shocked when I saw Invasion of Privacy and I saw how she incorporated like Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow was in like in the middle of the album. Yeah, she incorporated it. She could have made it a bonus track. But see, I don't want to... Same with Pink Friday. She did that shit See, I don't want to get into that because maybe Megan saw that and was like, I don't want to copy. So if that's the case, then I'm cool with that because, yeah, that... Maybe because you gotta remember some of these outside of Savage, the the other songs aren't as strong as the Bodak Yellow, so there's a difference in the. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, in, in, I get what you're saying, but like, I mean, I don't know, man. I I kind of agree with Busby on this aspect. Is like, if you want to put this is her debut album, it was it was you know labeled as such, right? If you're gonna do that. Wouldn't you just try to make the project sound as cohesive as possible? You know what I'm saying? That's that's where I draw Sequencing like the, is very that's where I have like the little yeah, issue the, with the, it, the, the issue you guys are the me. issue I have with that is Girls in the Hood really doesn't place anywhere on this project. Then throw that one at the fucking end. But so that's you what I'm saying. saying. It is. Like, it's, no, no, it's at the, it's no, at no, the no, end. I could have summed up the album like, to be honest. The, the Savage, Savage remix. Probably you could have. I don't know. Like, the I, Savage remix. Like I mean, yeah, you could have, but at that point now, just feels like you're forcing a Beyonce track to fit the track list. So that's what I'm saying. Like mm. those three, they're incorporated on the project. They're there. That's right. fine. It's cool. Right. I I'm not mad or for not inputting that within the standard track list. Like it's it's fine. Mm. It's it's okay. Are but you... when I hear songs like Intercourse, mm. which has uh Popcon and, and Mustard. Right. Mustard produced it, of course, because you know, he's he started the way with Hip Boy where no, I'm not only producing, you gotta feature me too. Yeah. So a song like that is why I'll disagree with Busby and saying when he said this is who she is. Yeah, I remember like sometimes three years just ain't enough to say that's who a person is. Granted, yeah, they got mixtapes and all that, and, but I mean, this is your first album. Yeah, we had expectations; they didn't deliver. Okay, they didn't deliver this time. Now let's see how you bounce. To me, I can really judge an artist based on how they bounce back. It's easy to judge them when their first album's great. Because then, when if it if the next project teeters down, it's like okay, it's just a sophomore slump. Let's see how they go. How I argue with that is that she had three chances to prove that. Like she had fever, she had sugar, and she had, what was the other one that came out? Tina, Tina Snow, that Tina was, Snow. Yeah, that was the old, old one. The old one, but she had three chances to really showcase. She had like those were practice runs for the fever. Was I thought that was gonna be her debut album? I was like, oh no, that was a mixtape. I was like, really? Okay, I call that that was a practice run. So she had all that time to figure it out. 
This album sounds like she recorded this shit in three months. Like, she rushed it. That's what this sounds like. I get what you're saying, but that's all those projects within a two, three-year span. So even then, that's still not enough time. She's what? She's 24? She still should have took her time then. But, But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's easy to say if the label... But if the label wanted it now, that's a different yeah. story. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's there's the just, just there's things that can't... Artists don't necessarily have full control over the project. Especially when she's signed to... She's Atlantic, right? I don't know if she's on Atlantic, but she's still with the uh, Carl Crawford shit, right? Yeah. So who knows? Well, she's 1501 certified, and this is 300 Entertainment. 300 Entertainment's what? And, uh, yeah, it's a subsidiary of uh, Atlantic. Okay, Atlantic's money is involved with this. So they're like, well, we don't got time for you to wait. Just give us what you got. And I'm not saying that that's what's taking place, but we've seen we've seen that from Drake. Drake's first album wasn't what he initially wanted to put out, but Cash Money Universal was like, we need something. Give us what you got. Uh, and they sped that up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, but yeah. he had the luxury of having so physicals. and do, No, he had the luxury of having physicals mm. and being in store and then de- learning how to maneuver through that. In the streaming era, I feel like it's unfortunate for certain artists because in the streaming era, you just get the music all the time. Yeah. So it's like, no, nah, no, nah, that's just how it is. But she's still in development age herself. Like, she's still just finishing school. So she now she's really having time to just focus. Mm. And I'm not saying that, no, you got to listen to this project in a different way. No, her and her team, they dropped the ball. Shots fired should never been on this project. They they tried to incorporate what happened with her throughout this year into this project and it didn't make sense because for an album to be called Good News, why are you starting this project off with negativity? Yeah. yeah. Albeit yeah. that's fine it because could've, he, she they could have worked it somehow. But that's what I'm saying. Like albeit it's fine. He dropped the project, she dropped the song, call the spade like call the wash. Spade. It's fine. Yeah. I, I'm not yeah. it's whatever. But to start the project off on that note I completely You know what I'm saying? Like that. now it sets up yeah. like is it good news or you know what I'm saying? Like just from that it wasn't that from that either. perspective. It wasn't that to me it wasn't. Like I said, the the out of the first four songs there was really one which was circles. Once it got past that, there are strong indications that she is capable of making those album tracks. Yes. The only reason why I'm kind of not moving. From the shit that I've heard. The reason why I'm kind of just not going to move the goalposts for her like that, because when I heard Nicki Minaj's first album with Pink Friday, those are a hit. And I really, like, you could tell she worked her ass off on that album to make sure it was great. Cardi, when she dropped Invasion of Privacy, she worked her ass off and it sounded great. Like, she had the potential, she had the features and all that shit. It was great. Like she didn't like she didn't show potential. She showed exactly who she was. Same with Nikki. This one, this is supposed to be her debut, and we'll stay. We'll still sing. Nah, she has potential. Let's wait to the next project. Nah, so, fuck that. To me, not- to me, it, this is. I'm saying, okay, this is who she is, and I'm like, that's a, that, that's cool. That's well, fine. No, that's fine. But you know what? That's more to blame on us as listeners for catapulting her up there right away. Yeah. That's not yeah. her. That's not her fault. No, no, no definitely not. that. Like you know what I'm saying? Now we just gotta read that's that's basically all it is, and what I'm saying is now we just gotta readjust the expectations. Oh shit, we shot her up there too quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's so, not um, she's not there yet. But that doesn't mean that's who she is. Yeah. Like and, again, we this, the era of making music is so much different for a new artist compared to what it was just ten years ago. Yeah. So five years ago, even yeah, five. Thank you, yeah, five years ago. Like yeah, it's yeah, so much real. different. So when when I'm hearing you say like yeah, she released all these projects, yeah, but those are still you're still trying to Adjust. find your footing. Yeah, I mean, two of those projects came out in the same year, so it's like I can only go off of the year. I'm not going off of oh, you dropped these projects. Okay, let's just evaluate the year. 
Because even though she did drop three tapes outside of Tina Snow, there were misses on each of the next two tapes. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like she like, dropped all the tapes though. and it's right. just sounds right, like right, a right, more, right. Like, this album sounds like a more polished Fever. And Fever shits on good news. Yeah, overall, me, overall, like, overall, Fever shits on this. Overall, but what I will say is that the songs that are supposed to sound like they're supposed to be on albums, mm-hmm. those do sound better than when it starts kind of running overfloweth on Fever. Where it kind of feels like, all right, the songs are now like we get it, we get it, we get it. There was some diversity once we got past those first four songs. Definitely that. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. So that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm saying is, it's not about that's who she is. It's nah. As listeners, we just gotta adjust what we did to her, and really, it's not fair. Really, that's just it's a it's a reflection on what we do when a femc comes to the forefront. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of them out there. And I'll just say so this. when she comes up, and the other two have kind of like, okay, Nikki's having a baby, Cardi's focused on other things. Okay, shit. Well, here's Meg. Let's elevate her. But, but she wasn't ready. Like mm. I'll say this: the only thing that kind of just covered all that were the hit singles was the Beyonce remix with Savage, fucking Hot Girl Summer with Nikki, and WAP with fucking Cardi. And don't and even though she has three big hit records, it's kind of just like, so what about yours? And they tried that. They tried that with Girls in the Hood. That was a flop. They tried that with fucking what the Tupac sample. What was that called? I want to be your bitch. Oh yeah, yeah B I T C. Yeah, that shit flop. Yeah. They tried that Young Thug shit. That sh- that Young Thug single that's like on the album, which is the last track. That shit. Flops. I finally heard that. I actually like that record. That was one. I, I will give you guys that. That's one record where I'm like, maybe you could have found a way to p- implement that one. Mm, yeah. Um. But I will say this: when they start pushing Freaky Girls, that one's going to hit. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And that's and that's yeah, gonna be one sure. where, like you're saying, well, there's a hit that you are responsible for. She's gonna be responsible for that one. Yeah, I hope so. So that one, and, and I mean, again, that's why I started off saying my critique because from what I saw from who this album was catered to there's a lot of women that are like yep i'm getting ready the a lot of meg lyrics is going to be my caption so it's like okay well it's hitting for her the demographic that she wanted to hit for well obviously so and that's not to again that's not to say that i'm not disappointed in the project overall but there are some good elements in there where it's like okay you fumbled it this time you i think your team overthought it i think there were too many hands in in the kitchen Let's get those out again, which is why I brought up Juicy J seems to have a nice chemistry with her. Well, Call I, Juicy J in and then, like, tell everybody get the fuck out the way. And, and then let's Q-tip, see what we can create from there. And apparently, Q Tip has some stuff with her, too, apparently. So, I, I don't know. To me, this, this album just sounds rushed and just mid. And it could have been a lot, but she could have just literally took her sweet time and just rode off the wave of WAP, rode off the wave of fucking Savage and a few of those features and just rode that wave to 2021 and really worked on this album. But whatever, to each your own. Females like it. It's all that fucking matters. Shit. Yeah, again, I just, I want to know, (laughs) I want to know Atlantic's role in that. Because if Atlantic was like, we need something by the end of the year. Yeah. That's not on her. She's signed yeah. under a contract, so she has to fulfill obligations. I mean, as, a, as a fan, I could give a fuck less. I mean, that's so, fine. No, like, of course, me. of course. I know, I'm speaking from the fan perspective. Of course, but there... From the fan perspective, it's like, it's give, I just want to... Of course, but that, uh, what I'm saying... album. But what I'm saying is that's not on her. Your fan that. perspective, you have to take issue with the label if that... if I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying as a fan, if you want a quality album, you need to take that up with that whoever is... 
in charge of this footing on the shit. Because if they gave her an ultimatum, which was like, well, we're not going to take no for an answer. So either you're going to give us something or we're going to find a way to get it done. Either way, the Meg the Stallion album is going to be released by the end of the year. It's not on her. She has to go in there and she signed a contract. She's got to fulfill that. She's their own. I mean, to me, uh, but no, it's not. It's not a teach their own. It's it's no, so like you know. I know. I'm just saying. In my opinion, I'm like it's just whatever to me. He's saying basically at this point it's out. So yeah. now we just judge it. There's yeah, no, yeah. Like yeah, of the, course. The outside shit kind no, 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 of, like of course affecting his judgment on what is there. You know, no, what I'm I, I understand that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is that again, the fan. If if she didn't make that call. That's not fair to say, well, from a fan, I could like it's care less. <laughs> like I'm not fair and that album's out. You pushed it out. That's that's just it. It's out. It, it, it is what it is. And they're like, okay, you rushed it. Alright, this is who you are. And that, that that's pretty much how I'm like now. When when it comes to Drake or other artists, I'm like, if I put expectations and I'm like, oh, so you're still doing the same shit you did before. Okay, this is who you are. And that's pretty much how I'm, I am with Megan. This is who she is now. She could have talked about a lot of shit on this album. She could have talked about her mom's death. She could have talked about what was going on with Tori. She could have really just touched on well, those Well, she did. Topics. We just didn't like how she talked oh, about I know, it. I know. She could have really touched it and really got really deep with it. Because I know because Cardi did that on said, her first album. I think what he's trying to say is she could have went about it a different way. No, she could have. Yeah, yeah. She, and, yeah. I, I'm just saying because Cardi did that uh, because Nicki went deep on her first album. I was going from what the blue. She went for of, captions over substance. Exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah. She went. Go. She went for captions over substance. Yeah. And that's, that's again, hamburger that, shit. Again, that's, shit. Again, that's my critique of it because once you get past the just the caption songs and get to the songs that actually do challenge her as an artist, yeah, you heard it. It's yeah, there. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. just no, caption. Like there was like intercourse does not sound like anything she's released so far. Right. No, and I, were, I, 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 I like that. actually appealing to me. Like I, I've always said, with her content, it's a little rough for me being a guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> to listen to her shit like that. But uh, as far as like the way she went about creating her music, and that's kind of where I like to focus on, you know, just being that I make music myself as well. She hit the marks that she needed to hit on those songs. Like in particular, the one with Mustard and uh, what you call it? Popcorn. Yeah. The Intercourse, right? That one and obviously Freaky Girls. And you know what? For all intents, body. Body, say, body, yeah, body, Say what body. you will, but that shit, like, to oh, me, that, that's... hearing it, that shit was made for TikTok. And as yep. we're speaking right now, that shit is all over social media. And the performance oh, yeah. at the, you know what I mean? um, the performance you just did at the... Oh, the Billboard Awards? The AMAs. American mm. Music Awards, yeah. She killed that. Like, I went and saw the numbers on that one on YouTube, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, there's, again, it's... It's a catch twenty two with this project because yeah, as a as a listener, I did want more. I wanted yeah. substance from her, so I agree with you on that end. Mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing with you there, but what I am saying is that in hearing those other songs that aren't that probably weren't made to be singles, I hear strength in those songs. Yeah. So it's not just that's who she is. She when I think it's of like artists, when I think of artists, yeah, just hasn't really they didn't. They, yeah, there was yeah, just there wasn't a uh, there wasn't a platform to her to tap into that layer. Yeah. They were mainly focused on the layer that she's already built. Yeah, and used to. She so got, it was it was safe. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, was she, safe. yeah, they, yeah. She made that's the best way to put it. She made it safe on because when I think of artists that are, oh, that's just who you are. Mm. I think of an artist like Tiger, and that's not saying anything oh, wrong yeah. with Tiger. Tiger's not going. I'm not listening to a Tiger project to give me substance. Right. I'm listening there for 14 bangers, <laughs> and that's yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, uh, for an artist like that, Meg would have 14 songs that sound just like the first four. She wouldn't have... 
those yeah, songs that no, sound like those. Yeah, no diversity at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, get I, I, I get exactly what you guys, both of you guys are yeah, saying. I get really. it. I, get it I, I just remember Nikki's first album on Pink Friday, she was singing on that shit. Like, I remember she was legit, legit singing. I'm like, oh, she's singing on, on Save Me. She was singing. I'm like, wow, she's using her singing voice? Oh, wow. And I don't know, she, she did stuff on her first album that, that, took, what's it called, I guess, balls to do on your debut album. Like, damn, because they used to know her as just a feature female rapper from Young Money, but now she's showing who she truly is as an artist. Well, you gotta also factor in, too, who she was around. I don't know, she was around Wayne and all the who she, who she was around, and not only just Wayne, whatever, Drake. not, but not. What I'm saying is, they they take their time with albums. Yeah. They don't fucking rush shit out. Yeah, they're not, they're not like cash money. is known for <laughs> rushing shit out. 300 right. is known for rushing shit mm-hmm. out. You know what I'm saying? So it. it's like I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah, well, like it, it's yeah. just a, it, it's just to it, be fair. It's, it's a just, situation. More yeah. than anything, it's yeah. just I, I, that's why I was saying more so on just fair because it's again I don't know the answer. It just sounds like the label wanted a safe project and they wanted something to capitalize on with her that wasn't had anything to do with the shooting situation. Yeah, where the in the first shot in the first song. Right the now they yeah. to, again again that was my critique too. I agree with you hundred percent. They went yeah. about it the wrong way, but I think they did want a body of work just to capitalize and end the year with that. I'm so sick of with that some damn, good news. I'm sick yeah. of that damn situation. <laughs> by the way, like that old situation with Megan Tory. Yeah, so fucking sick of it now. I'm. I'm just tired of hearing about it, bro. That like, too. Kiss and make up. No. No. Just no. Now, when I say that, I mean just go stop. your own separate ways. And yeah. Just fucking. Just, that's it. Just cut. Sh- just stop talking <laughs> about it. Settle in court. Whatever. Anyway, other music drop. You want to talk to Meek? Talk to Meek. You want the Meek Mill um, four way? I didn't listen to it. I did. The quarantine hack. <laughs> um, I did. <laughs> only four tracks. It is just Meek Mill with a bunch of features from Voril, y- Vori, Vori, Lil Durk, Forty Two Doug, and Vori, and just three features. Yeah. And Meek's just rapping his ass off. Yeah. For four tracks. I'll be honest with you, I didn't really like attach myself to any of these songs. It like, was just something I mean? he like, just, just put out. It was just could, cool. You can tell it was just some shit he just put yeah. out. He just wanted to put out because he probably had plans this year, but you know, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. But it was cool. <laughs> now. I want to get this is the one I want to get into. Fresh off versus, yeah, right here. Recession two. I'll, as a Jeezy fan, I wasn't the biggest fan of the recession when it came out. I mean, albeit outside of put on vacation, who that, and there was like a couple others. I mean, my president and that like, you know, I think my president would it it exceeded the album because yeah. of the moment, the timing, yeah. and all that. Yeah, exactly. So I don't really, I don't hold my president to that same. It just became something else yeah. than just another song. Um, but yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of Recession. Like, I just didn't like how it was sequenced. It took like 14 songs or so to hit the first featured artist. Like, it just... Did it it was, rush? No, it just... It was... I... It just sounded like a bunch of compiled-ass music. Like, it wasn't... No rhyme or reason. Yeah, by the time you got to Put On, Put On like was that. the 16th track. That was so the biggest was, record on that. One of the biggest records of that album. Yeah, yeah it that was, that was like track two or something. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't reflective yeah. of a typical Jeezy album. Like the Jeezy albums, you know, TM one hundred one and one hundred two. Like the hits were within. There. Yeah, where they're supposed to be. Taken. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when they announced the recession too, and then he showed up in that outfit, I was like, nah. 
I don't know. <laughs> nigga looking like fucking Doug's sister. Yeah, yeah like, like Judy. Sister. Looking yeah. like Judy. That shit was hilarious. I'm like, oh, don't uh, do Jeezy like fuck. that. <laughs> but with free agency going on, I really didn't listen to music until yesterday on Monday. This was the so, album that really surprised me. Well, I was gonna say, like, when, so when I when I put Jeezy on today, it was okay. Oh Lord, that was cool. By the time I got to back, it was like. Okay, I understand back how it sounds in the context now. And then when the ghetto came on and he he interploded um two shorts the ghetto on yeah. as the hook. And of course he 40s featured on it. By that time I was like I'm sold on this album. Like just just let like let's keep going and let's <laughs> see how far it goes. Listen. That's what it was. There was no trap bangers on this shit. It was literally Jeezy rapping over it, like JC said earlier before we record. This sounded like a Rick Ross album. Yeah, production-wise, everything was sequenced. I love the sequence. I never heard this. him rap over like beats like this for an entire album. So it just sounded like wealth, basically. <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, it sounded like maturity. Exactly. Because uh, he, he, that was the thing. He wasn't really kicking that wealth talk. Mm -hmm. He was more so kicking like, we got to get on this shit. Like, mm -hmm. fuck Louis Vuitton, fuck all that Gucci. Like, really? And when he was saying fuck Gucci, it wasn't talking about Gucci, man. Like, he's like, fuck Gucci. Like, like the brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... No, he was on a, he was on a mature level. It was his most mature album. And then, it, like, mm. so it made sense that these the productions had these old school soul incorporated yeah, samples. Lee, like Justice League produced on the shit. Yeah, um, I mean Uncle Chuck from uh, fifteen hundred nothing. Wait, what? Yeah, Uncle Chuck produced uh, which one? Track six, niggas. He produced that one with um, actually it's a fifteen hundred nothing because. Um, <laughs> Dobson's on it. He also produced. He also produced it. So I mean, yeah, he had that um, stimulus check. I don't know what it is, but cats releasing songs with stimulus check. It always hits me this year. Well, it's like, a lot harder this year. <laughs> we all want it. Like um, when when Doughboy and Southside. Remember, they just dropped their project a few weeks ago, and I said stimulus check was one of the songs that mm -hmm. I like. I don't know what it is. Artists having a track called stimulus check. It works. Yeah, yeah. No, stimulus check <laughs> is produced by Justice League and Cassius J. Damn. Another one who really surprised me, <laughs> My Reputation featured Demi Lovato. Yeah. She sang that Pac fucking, the Tupac hook. What hook was it? What hook was it from Pac? You know it. You know it, JC. You're the Pac editor. Damn, I listened to it once today. I, uh oh. I just, <laughs> I just said that. Fuck, man. Uh, I'm going to hear it. Hold up. Hold on. I want to hear it here. Oh, just be good to get yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay. not too bad. Yeah, it just be good to me. It was on um, fuck. It was on me against the world. Just be good to me. So I say, oh, um, Lord to not Lord to the game. Fucking shit. Keep talking about the album. <laughs> keep talking. Well, Lil Duval's also featured on there too. And Lil Duval gave a dope ass. Um, he gave a dope ass opening. Heavy in the game. There you go. That's what it was. It was the heavy in the game hook. That's what Demi Lovato did. She she redid the heavy in the game. But my reputation was fire. Glory was fire with Neo. I'm like that whole album. There. No, what she did was so Tupac. They read. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Tupac redid. He redid it and did his own lyrics to that. With but it was a sample. Oh. Okay. She did the sample, the actual sample uh, that it's split. That's why I was like, wait, Tupac. No, no, yeah. Tupac, he just, he sampled it, but then he redid the lyrics. Okay. So that was original. She actually redid the original okay. sample. I'm still pop. <laughs> My narrative. Anyway, 
Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, that was uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Oh, Damn, shit. man. Justice League is all over this shit. Yeah. Now it makes sense why Therapy. it sounds like a Ross record. God yeah, damn. I know, right. Therapy for my soul. Ross is on this album again. Like, no surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Featured artist of the year right here. Therapy for my soul where fucking Jeezy just really lets it all out about everything that went on with Gucci. I, I mean, was I was surprised he did that. He had to get it off his chest. I, and I'm not surprised that he did it because it was like, I, I expect, more. I'm not saying I expect more from Jeezy. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I was surprised that he did it this late in his career. Mm. Where it was, okay. It's different, but okay. And I said because Gibbs has been egging him on for almost a decade now. And he always yeah, he never He never said anything. So it was like, now it was, did Gibbs reach a level where now you... After response, you're comfortable saying it because now he's at a level where you know you can't escape it, or you know what's going on with that. Like mm-hmm. I just, I again, it wasn't questions maturity. It's, it's just questions I'm asking because I, I'm I think curious. He probably answered it on right. the Breakfast Club interview, maybe, maybe, maybe. But, but even then, he said he wasn't going to answer or respond to anything that Gibbs has to say as a result of this. Yeah, because he'll just be it's on like, Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> so it was. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just I, 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 I questioned it. Oh no! Um, so yeah, that um, what Demi Lovato was singing—that was the SOS band, uh, "Just Be Good to Me," and oh. then Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis—they produced it. Oh, okay. <coughs> anyway, this album was great. It was a really great album. Like Jeezy really came with it. I'm just—I like smooth albums, especially in this time of, in this weather and shit. Great. I'll say this: the way I spoke about Carter Five, if I actually listened to this project all throughout the weekend. I feel like I would have higher regards for this from Jeezy than I did for Carter Five from Wayne. Hmm. Damn. Because I absolutely did not expect anything from Jeezy. It was kind of just like, yeah. all right, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, he's right, just using last few. He's parties. just using verses to mm-hmm. just kind of get this off. Mm. Nah, bro. I, this album, I was like, kind of wanted this drop before verses. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he was more. Yeah. This was like more. I will say though too, like it. it almost seems like this played off of the verses like he was talking yeah. when Gucci was talking all that shit and I don't know if y'all ever got to the details of what Gucci was saying like there was some shit that he was like talking about 10,000 worth of yeah no I know clothing yeah. I, I and, know uh, yeah. that was check, the bounty check out the ice you yeah. know what I mean like okay alright just wanna make sure y'all and I, think, and I think he did an interview where he kind of regretted all that shit who? Gucci he regretted doing all that shit or playing truth in front of um, Jeezy. Nah, I don't think so. No, he said it in an interview. He literally said it. Like, he yeah, regretted it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Some of that shit was fake. Some like of the I parts said, of that were I, real. I don't know. I don't feel like it was real like that. But anyways, okay. it's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking what you call it. What I was saying, though, is like when he was saying that shit, Jeezy was responding <laughs> to him like, yeah, well, I got big, you know bigger real estate, this mm-hmm. and that, right? And that was one of the lines that stuck out to me. It was an ad lib. He was talking about his own real estate. I was like, oh, oh. my God. you st- All right. But I like that, though. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's not... He's not talking about the chains. He's not talking about the fucking clothes. He's not talking about that shit. He's actually talking about bettering yourselves. Hopefully, more people catch on to that shit. Yeah, it's crazy. This shit was going to come out right after his battle with T.I. It was going to play off versus with T.I. Yeah, that'd have been weird. I know. <laughs> Just looking back at it now, like... I know. That'd have been kind of weird. now, shit. Fuck it, man. Oh no! What Jeezy's battle with Ti? No, it said if this album would have dropped after Versus with Ti. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't the same. Know. Yeah, uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have hit the same. Yeah, at all. I was I was very proud of what I what I heard from Jeezy. And again, like honestly, this 
I might be setting myself up for failure in the long run, but a project like this does make me excited for his role with Def Jam. Wait, yeah. what is he at Def Jam now? He's the senior advisor to whoever's whoever's running Def Jam. He's going to be serving as the senior advisor. Hmm. hmm. That's uh, cool. I I, mean, I hope that works. I definitely hope because in hearing this, oh yeah, it's like. It sounds promising. I mean, yes. Yeah, I remember he was the one that fucking A and R my crazy life. He helped it. He helped. Make... No, he executive produced that. Executive produced that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. YG was signed to him. Yeah. YG signed. Yeah. He's the one that made sure that shit sounded as crisp as it was. Yeah. He should have been executive producing the rest of them. No, well, that's still brazy. Still brazy was good. Well, he still technically was. <laughs> uh, still brazy was YG's last album contractually. Uh, well, that explains a lot. So, but it does. Actually. But I will say, in G, because I know this from Jeezy interviews around that time, mm-hmm. Jeezy did say that while he was there to make sure shit was crisp, mm-hmm. he could leave YG in the studio alone. Once he got him out of LA and got him into Atlanta, he was able to leave him alone in the studio and come back and be like, okay, this sounds good. Now let's just. He was basically there, like, that's good. Let's iron it out now and let's get it so ready he, for the album. As soon as he took him out of his, his environment, everything started cool. Yeah. And then when he went back to L.A., that's why we got Stay Dangerous. Well, no. We still also got Still Brazy. Oh, yeah. Remember, Still Brazy was... Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. is that, yeah, he was signed to Jeezy. Um, Jeezy was there as his, you know, again, mentor, coach, advisor. Mm. But he, he did say, to YG's credit, he was able to leave the studio... Yeah, 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 and he was able to come back knowing, okay, we got something we can work with. Mm-hmm. It's my job now to poly- help him polish mm-hmm. and get it ready. I won't say that to YG's credit. We'll say that, but now this, yeah, again, I hope that this is signs to. Again, I could be setting myself up, and just hoping that you know Def Jam reaches a, at just some kind of relevancy. But hearing this, I would hope that it's soon. yeah, and yeah. I hope I hope they don't put a leash on him and let him actually. Like, do work? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Before we get into the next, you know, talk about St. John? Yeah. And before we get into that, this slipped my mind last week. I got to say it now because it's on my mind right now. Rest in peace to Bruce Sweden. Now, if you don't know who Bruce Sweden is, he's a well-renowned record engineer who helped yeah. engineer pretty much all of Michael Jackson's album and Michael Jackson's albums was pretty much Michael's right-hand man as an engineer and was Quincy Jones' right-hand man when he made records, too. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to him. Mm-hmm. Might as well get a couple more. Um, rest in peace to 21 Savage's younger brother. Yeah. Uh, he got stabbed out in a dispute in London. Um, apparently, it was with an old friend. Ain't that a bitch. And they got into a dispute. He, they said he went to the grocery store. 21 Savage and his brother, um, they had the same dad. Mm. So his brother went out to go get groceries for his mom or his grandma. He ran into the old friend. They got into a dispute. He pulled the knife out, started stabbing him. It was right Shit. there. It's 27 wow. years old. It's wild. So rest in peace to him. Also, I forgot to mention this on uh, the last episode too. Rest in peace, Bobby Brown Jr. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. They found Bobby Brown Jr. Yeah. in his apartment. Um, they still haven't came up with details about what happened? Not sure. Only report I've seen is that it's just like they're... Bobby just he's boring. man like but shout out to Bobby Brown man stay strong yeah. my brother yeah stay mm-hmm. strong I mean you're gonna talk about a life that's been a gift and a curse and more Shit. ways than one for real like it's just been afflicted just definitely stay strong Bobby yeah sending love and covering over and also good news Jeremiah 
It's Jeremiah. all right. Jeremiah. Oh my God. Come on, man. I know. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah, he is off the ventilator, mm-hmm. and it seems like he is, he's pretty much in a regular hospital, and he's recovering from COVID. So... You good? Hey, round of applause for that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Shit, it yeah. looked like spooky for a minute. Yeah, we didn't know what that Someone's in the hospital, man. Yeah. With that. Mm. <laughs> you know? On a ventilator. Shit. Shit. Right. Anyway, St. John. I actually... I went into this with certain expectations uh, on this project. But? I gotta say, even though they weren't completely met, I was very happy with what I heard from St. John. Sucks to be you. I liked that song from when it was available to listen. Mm-hmm. And to find out that that's he was how he started the project off, it was like, damn. Yeah. You got that much juice? Okay. <laughs> well, let's see what else you got. Freedom is Priceless was great. Again, anytime Lil Uzi is featured, He's, I'm rocking with it. So yes. high school reunion prom. Yep. That was... That was as high as it could be for me. Monica Lewinsky election year was cool. Yeah, with the, the baby and a boogie. That was funny. I was very surprised to hear J.I.D. Because I didn't expect it, but he uh, fit well on Quarantine did. Wifey. That shit was fucking fire. Fucking Pray For Me featuring Kanye. He got Kanye actually rapping normal. <laughs> like, Kanye was almost damn near vintage Kanye on this one. And I was like... And I'm saying, this whole year, all the features that Kanye dropped this year, it, it was all of them low-key hit. Yeah. I'm like... Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, low key hit. I was like, okay. Yeah, I was like, you ain't gonna trick me. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> but, Everybody kept hitting me up about Ransom. Oh, yeah, with the Black song over Black and Kalani. And great. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'll see what it is. And once, I think once Black's verse started kicking in, Mm-hmm. I immediately screenshot it and I sent it to everybody that messaged me and I was like, I understand, I get it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and no, I, I get background it. vocals and shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I I understand, I see the vision. Mm-hmm. This shit is immaculate. <laughs> I yeah, it's good. Um, and again, this is what thirteen tracks. The roses, the the Eamon Beck remix is really kind of just a bonus track. That's great. That's his like that was his yeah, biggest record right now. That, yeah. that roses really is his biggest. I mean, record. you know, it's a flex when you put the roses remix on the track list. Mm, like it's not yeah. even just the original, but it's the remix for two future. Remixes. Yeah, because mm, he could. <laughs> right. Yeah. But no, again, I I just had I don't want to say I had over the top expectations. There were just some things I was looking for and he didn't. But overall, I went through this and I was like, I fuck with it. It's good. Yeah, if you if you mess with a chick, it's good background music to play. Nah, see that's. That's where I have a little bit of issue with it. It's because from all, you know, we heard about this shit, St. John, at least me personally, off of the Joe Budden podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And they were hyping this shit up. Oh, this is the one that's going to change everything. I didn't get that. Well, don't listen to Joe. I didn't, no, no, I'm just saying. Like, I didn't get that. Like, I <laughs> yeah. felt like it was, it was solid. It, there was nothing wrong with it, technically. But there wasn't nothing that put it over the top. It sounded... Along the lines of what I was already expecting from St. John. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Same time, those are his and boys. And I do like... I, yeah, that's true. But I do actually like his music. I like his style. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why he speaks with that accent when he doesn't speak with that accent. <laughs> but, you know, Mark whatever. Me. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. But, um, what you call it? Overall, like, it was... Yeah, he's from Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken. That's, 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 all. that's what I'm saying. But you know what I mean, though. Like, it yeah. doesn't... Uh, add up in my mind yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but um, overall though I mean the music is really good the music is really really fucking good it's oh, just yeah. not like I said it's just not over the top it's not like that put him in the next you know level. what I mean the next level and shit yeah exactly I think what I got from 
when they said it, I I interpreted it as it puts him over the top in terms of more mainstream notice. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were talking about moving the needle like musically. Yeah, I think yeah. they were just like, no, this puts him over. This can take him to the next level musically. I, I could where see more that. faces recognize yeah. him. I could see that shit, but yeah. like I said, I mean, it just felt like it was literally like the next line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of his other two albums, right? Whatever, like so, you know, it is what it is. Another album drop. Well, that was about it. The baby. Uh, the baby dropped his. Oh uh, yeah, fuck. Gotta talk about it. I know. I didn't gotta listen talk to it. about it. It's, it's pretty much. It's called my brother's keeper, and it's pretty much a shout out to his brother. And it seems like this is just something he needed to get out of his system before he can move on. Yeah, that's pretty much the best way to describe this. I guess EP, and every song is literally dedicated to his brother. Eight figures featuring Meek Mill. That was cool. What was the one where you talked about telling me go out and vote, nigga? What's <laughs> I don't remember, dog. That shit was like, it was just in there. I think it's Gucci Peacock. I think, yeah, Pico. Gucci Pico. When he was talking about, I'm in the Gucci Pico. Be, Pico oh, yep. Tell the niggas to go out and vote. My yep. brother's my brother's dead. Yep. Yeah, that one was like emotional. And then, you know, handgun with no cap and polo gun. That was good. Bruh, polo G. Polo G. Like, yeah, y'all y'all need to go back and listen yeah, to that his was albums, good. man. Mm-hmm. That, that dude could spit, bro. I've been mm-hmm. saying this shit. I'm gonna keep fucking riding for dudes. I feel like he's he's gonna be one of them ones. You know what I mean? Yep. But this album, like, or what project EP? Whatever the fuck these motherfuckers like calling it now. Yeah, it's an EP. Whatever. Fucking <laughs> 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 whatever. I mean, it 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 literally sounds like something he just needed to get off his chest before he can move on. So I hope it's I hope this project helped. Cause he's even filming videos for like all the songs and shit. So I, that's his really? coping. Yeah, I saw him. T- I'm, I'm looking on Instagram. He's like, you know how he always does, like filming himself on videos and shit yeah, on yeah. TikTok or whatever the shit's called, mm. Triller or whatever. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Hmm. So, hey man, however he copes, that's how he copes. Yeah. So, nah, definitely. Shout out to the baby. Anything else? Because it's almost curfew time. <laughs> Y'all ready for the fight this weekend? That's Tyson and them. Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. I'm calling in sick. What time to start? Oh, shit. <laughs> Usually fights start at 8 30, 9 o'clock. Okay, I'll be off work. Well, I'm watching that shit. I bought a new fucking TV just so I can watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> right How before many we went on air, I went and bought that shit from Best Buy. I'm picking that shit up tomorrow. How many rounds do you think it's going? How many rounds is it going as it's supposed to go? This this pains me to say. Isn't it like an eight round fight? Like, yeah, that's it's, what it's yeah. for, some okay, shit like yeah. that? Yeah. This pains me to say because I really want Mike to take it. If Mike don't knock this man out in the first 35 seconds, it's going to be tough. You think so? <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think yeah. so, bro. Because you got to remember, Tyson and Roy Jones, they were very different. They had different styles. Mm-hmm. And Tyson, it was the longer the rounds went, he just... He got tired. Yeah, he was custom made to get you out three rounds or less. And now that... He looks great in great shape. And as the promos were going, I was like, damn, Roy Jones is in for, you know, he's going to be in. And then you just start seeing footage of Roy Jones training. And Mm. it's like, damn, it seems like the longer this fight goes on, it's going to favor Roy Jones Jr. When was this fight supposed to happen? It was supposed to happen earlier this year. You said 35 seconds, though, bro? I'm saying, like. I'm I'm saying that with hyperbole. Okay, okay, okay. Vintage Tyson. Like, vintage old school (laughs) Tyson. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, if it goes longer than a round, I'll, I'll give him a round because I really Damn. the round is kind of for me to see. Okay. If Roy Jones can escape that round, that's really all he. It's less to do with Tyson and more to do with Roy Jones. Mm. Oh, I just lasted a round with him. All right, cool. 
Uh, you see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Yeah, I so then the, the mystique of, of Tyson kind of leaves. Yeah. Because it's not like he's fighting a bum. Like, it's Roy Jones Jr. And then he steps in for that second round and gets knocked flat on his ass. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it could go, it, it could go, but it just, it, this fight, yeah. the longer it goes, it seems to favor nah, Roy. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, nice right way now. to, like, sum up Thanksgiving week. Just seeing Mike Tyson knock some, some of yeah, the fuck out. Just cancel that fucking Ravens game and Steelers game and just... Put that on Thanksgiving. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, indeed. ABC. You know what I mean? So everyone can see that exactly. shit. Exactly. Live. Yes. Put it on. Put it on Fox. Fox. <laughs> Thanks, CBS, nigga. Thanks, CBS, nigga. <laughs> Put it on Fox. Thanks, CBS, nigga. That's, that's the catchphrase. <laughs> oh, man. It's getting late. It's curfew time. So, this is episode 208. Eight of the Illogical Sense podcast. You could always follow us on the Twitter. You can follow me at Mr. Buzz B for lowercase O eight. You can follow the podcast at Twitter at T Logical S P. You could follow us on Instagram of the Illogical at the Illogical Sense, and of course on the Facebook. Give me a hell yeah! And of course on all social medias, JC Donuts. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be watching that fight. <laughs> oh, we all are <laughs> for sure. Yeah. If you're if you're anti gang gang, um, stay away out of my mentions. I'm I'm hyped the fuck up. Yeah, and yeah. Oh yeah, Undertaker retired this past weekend for the untied time. Yeah, Good for him. <laughs> See him next Dude, year. Dude, he had a, <laughs> he had a cameo. He has like the cameo shits like for one thousand dollars each. He had thirty of them, and they all sold out. God, he damn. made a quick thirty grand. That's what's Maybe up. WWE took like fucking half of that, so he probably only got fifteen grand. Eh, don't Still, matter. money's money. Good I like the Paul Bearer hologram. That shit was that looked dope. Yeah. And it was just funny when all those those legends came into the ring. And, and then Kane, yeah, that's what we were talking Kane, about. Kane was a fucking was a he's a mayor, a governor. Mayor, he's a mayor. Of yeah, he's whatever. the only one that showed up in, in costume. full Kane get up. And then what made it worse <laughs> is that when Undertaker came out, all the niggas were gone. So Kane just looked and it looked like a jackass in yeah. his whole Kane. He didn't even look like he wanted to be in that shit. Like I'm too he had that I'm too old for this shit look on his face. That shit looked like when in the office when Pam was uh, going back to school and she had to get that temporary job at corporate and she was the only one that showed up in a Halloween costume. And she yeah. couldn't. She showed up as um, Charlie Chaplin. Oh yeah. And she couldn't take the hat off because if she took the hat off, she looked like Hitler. <laughs> like Kane just looked like that. Yeah. And then there was a still frame of when he's in the ring and Ric Flair's looking at him and he's already laughing. My boy was like Ric Flair drunk off his ass. He's like he's already got five minutes worth of roasting on Kane ready to unleash. <laughs> they got Samuel Vega out from out of nowhere. I'm like I haven't seen that motherfucker since the nineties. Wow. Motherfucker look like a fucking club promoter. That's what he looked like. Club Miami or whatever. Fucking all of them niggas look old. I saw I saw Shawn Michaels like, ah damn you old. I saw Kevin Nash. God damn you old. Booker T looked the same. Cause black don't crack. <laughs> That's a ding for me. Everyone else old as fuck. Yes, even, even, even in the clubhouse chat, you know, I was like, yeah, speaking of old, and you saw Rick Flair come out, I was like, yeah, damn. Undertaker took his sweet ass time coming through. No, first, when Undertaker came out, the whole shit looked like some Yeezus get up. <laughs> like some shit Kanye did. And I was like, alright, was that necessary? Alright, whatever. And Undertaker took his sweet ass time coming out and then said, I'm done. And then he walked out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have like a fucking Undertaker Snoop Dogg t shirt. Huh? Exactly. For no reason. 
Just for no I, reason at all. Like it literally looks like something you get from the flea market. I'm thinking <laughs> Snoop was gonna do like an Undertaker remix theme or some shit. No, it's just Undertaker and Snoop. That's mm. cool. Anyway, all right, cool. Undertaker and Snoop. With that said, you can follow me on all <laughs> social medias at Venomous Four Zero Eight. That's spelled V N M S Four Zero Eight. And you can search all your digital streaming platforms for Venomous, spelled V N M S, and stream my shit. Cause you know it's pretty fucking dope. That it is. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> street lights are off or the street lights are on. You gotta get home before they go off. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm recording. <laughs> I know, right? But anyway, we off this bitch. Have a happy Thanksgiving, people. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Peace, y'all, bitch. bitch.